Hey, dude. <laughs> All right, let's go. Start it up. Start All right, let's go. Ain't no holler back, girl. Hey, friends. It's been two weeks. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. Happy holidays. Welcome back. We Hope, missed you. Hopefully, uh, hopefully you missed us. You started out your 2020 swell. Um, what did you guys do for the holidays anyways? I was at your house, dummy. Oh, yeah. True. Mm-hmm. How'd that go? I had a good time. <clears throat> You, uh, you know, lots of beer, had to play some fun games, had a nice fire pit, all the dogs were there, it was a great time. Aaron, what'd you do, man? Dude, uh, right before it, me, Harry, Marcus, Miles, we all went to the desert with my family. It was, uh, it was dope, road quads, can-ams, just best around the desert. And then for New Year's, uh, Miles had a, had a party at his house, and Marcus had a party at his house. Shout out Marcus, who was on the pod. Nice. Uh, but yeah, it was dope, it was a good time. So yeah, happy New Year, happy, uh, New Year, new pod. What did you guys get that was your favorite present before we do anything? I got an iPhone 11, friends. Shout out. Oh, shit, you win. I know. Actually, my little brother, Sam, shout out, who listens to our pod weekly. Hey-o. He got me a really nice sound bar with a subwoofer for my TV. And it was kind of clutch. I didn't expect that. Nice. What did you kid. get him? Uh, no, this is how we do it in my family. Oh, okay. We all rotate. So we each buy one person. A gift each year, and we rotate up and throughout. The that sounds very cost and efficient. It is very cost efficient because there's five of us, and I bought Sam an Apple Watch last time, so I deserve this. That's pretty dope mm-hmm. for a big family. That's a great idea. Like your yeah. dad and mom was like, "Yeah, no. fuck that." I'm not <laughs> getting. <laughs> but it was also well, that's a great idea. My mom has is a family of nine, and they do that. So they passed down that wonderful idea to us, mm-hmm. and it seems kind of unfortunate. It's then. been working since we've been adults. We did that for like several years, and now we just. What do you mean? The kids it's you don't. And your brother? No, but <laughs> yeah, right. there's there's one other brother. Me, my brother, though, my stepbrother, stepsister, oh, yeah, and then their significant others. So we, inside. you know, essentially, when my brother moved to Florida, now no one buys each other gifts as far as the kids go. So that sucks, you know. So. Man, but... Debbie Downer, but my favorite <laughs> gift. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, yeah. I got some Jordans. Oh shit! My second pair. So shout out I to that. Swear. I'm not supposed to swear. Sorry, mom. The Jordan Twelves Retro. And then they're Dude, white. Clean. Oh, mm-hmm. they're so What's your nasty. favorite Jordans? What's like your Jordan favorite? ones? Jordan ones. Mine are the Olympic sixes. <clears throat> oh yeah. And the, there's a weird reason. Like I don't know if you guys remember this random video. Is the game beat Glock Nine's ass and he got blood mm-hmm. on his shoes and he's like, Glock Nine got blood on my sixes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ever since then, I love those shoes. I Fair feel enough. that. And then I got some Lakers tickets to the Celtics game oh on my February twenty third. That takes the is crown. Is that from Gabby? No, that's from my dad. That Gabby takes got the me crown. the Jordans. It is. It does take the crown, and I'm super stoked. They're like as high up as you can get, but f- I'm Whatever. cool with it's it. Celtics. You know? Yeah, I'm very fine. So with who are you it, taking? So. <laughs> I know. Me and Aaron looking at you. Yeah, you right. Taking, dude? <laughs> no, I. It's for Gabby. Bought her own ticket. She had to. So She's you like, got an your extra parents ticket. didn't even buy me a ticket. No, you got one my, ticket. Yeah. That's hilarious. But it was like $230, bro. Oh, okay. Yeah, but still, that's still kind of funny that I got you one ticket. Dude, my dad, you know, he makes a lot of money, but he's balling on a budget, but I appreciate it anyways. He's, I mean, my dad's the same way. They're stingy. Yeah, well. not stingy. Dude, no, yeah. nah, but 230 take, no, no shit. Remember the takes my dad got me, you, and Daniel for fucking my birthday? Dude, mm. we were like right behind the press box. No, that was dude. insane. Yeah, and that was yeah. on. That was insane. I mean, yeah, but that you know, at this point, we're grown ass men, so like, we can't expect our dads to like really. I'm go saying, all I'm out. gonna take Brody. I'm taking Brody to his first game this year. Who? Um, you, who, who what game? He wants to go to the Bucks game, and that was a fantastic. <sighs> How choice. much does that cost? Hundred, like the cheapest ones were 180 per. And that's not bad. That's not bad. And like, <laughs> yeah. but. 
I gotta hop on that shit, which I might. I'm not gonna tell Brody yet. It was kind of like my gift. Hey, don't listen, Brody. Nah, Brody. Uh, I already told him I was gonna. I was gonna take him, and that's a great. Game. He picked the game, and I was like, dude. Fuck you, good choice, dude. Not a fun fact, but fun fact, kind of, sort of. I listened to a podcast today, and they were talking about, listen, if you've never been to, if you can go to any Lakers game, I would highly suggest you go to a Lakers-Bucks game and watch Giannis, because this dude right here yeah, that's why is I the most go. impressive, crazy-looking alien you've ever seen. You know, like, being 7-2 with handle with a decent jump shot, you know, being able to dunk from half court damn near, like... Dude's insane. So, so from the I've games that him. from the games that you guys have seen live, other than the guy on the Lakers that you're always watching, Kobe for us, you know, we've been I've seen Kobe live a few times. No, I haven't. Never me neither. Every time I've went, he wasn't really. Yeah. And it was I've like, been five, like five times. Yeah, me too. Oh, never played. Fuck, me, never guys. played. And I know as soon as I go see a Lakers game this year, LeBron probably won't play. Or that AD. breaks my heart, bro. Because I've seen I've seen Kobe play like I want to say four times. My that dad took me to my first game to see the Raptors and like Lucky you. And then Travis I've seen and, him. Oh, go ahead, but the, what I was getting to is like other than the guy that like you came to see the Lakers. Who did you go see? Because there's some yeah. players like I remember seeing Kyrie his rookie year, mm. and I was like, "Dope! I got to see Kyrie live." I seen Damian Lillard. I remember yeah. them play. We I saw Dame. Yeah. Uh, remember Sam? Yeah. We saw Dame Lillard, and that was one of those times where we scored twenty in the fourth quarter and was just pulling from half court and just wrecked us. That was one of the coolest games I've been to. I really wish it wasn't against my team. It was okay. I'll explain. Yeah, the, go for it. Okay. That was Lonzo's rookie year. I, I have a salty. Sure? I have a salty game okay. that I can talk about too. So here's the dealio. So Lakers were finally pulling through, starting to look pr- relatively decent on the back end of the year. And like Travis said, you know, we were going into the fourth quarter, and I want to say we had a 12-point lead somewhere around there. Lonzo's rookie year, you know, Brandon Ingram, Kuzma, LeBron's not yet on the team, obviously, but like I'm like, oh, shit, we're putting this together. It was probably up until the third quarter the most impressive game the Lakers had for that that was season yeah, it literally Isaiah thomas was playing good lonzo's actually hitting his mm-hmm. threes that was that was a good like i was excited this is a the blazers and yes and then so dame rolls up in the fourth quarter and dude just goes dumb like he was going off it was stupid jacking up from deep as hell borderline right inside fourth or right inside the you know the logo the lillard point. was yeah. living up to the name really dame dollar, bro. and it's i'm dame like time. oh my god you guys saw dame time of course, yes. I love Dame, and we, you know I got a little game that shouts out Dame. I th- no, I, I didn't put him on honorable mention, but <laughs> anyways, I love Dame to death, man. That's the best guy I've I've seen live at least. The know? one that I'm thinking of is uh, me and Joey went to the game, and it was uh, when OKC had Paul George and Carmelo. That's cool. And so I was hyped. I'm like, I'm about to go see Carmelo. You know, I've never seen Carmelo. I'm about to go see PG and Russ. Russ and uh, Carmelo sat. So I just got to see. Yeah, I was like, oh, dude, I don't get to see And the Russ. Lakers won that game, right? The Lakers won that game, but the what was dope was uh, PG in the first quarter dropped 20. And it was fucking awesome to watch. It was like this guy was hitting. And it was funny. This was like the trade rumors of him coming, and he didn't come. And he went to OKC. Mm. He was getting booed by all the Laker fans. Yeah, He was getting booed like a mother, Hubbard. And uh, this will drop like fourth. <laughs> I know. I'm trying not to cuss. No, that's it. Hold on. Quick, full that. disclosure real quick. My mom listened to the podcast, and she said we say the F word too often, so we're trying real hard to keep it clean. That's pretty so good, So did right? my mom and dad, so good stuff, Aaron. All right, yeah. Right. Right. We're working right, on continue, it. Continue, though. We're sorry. working but, on uh, unit. Yeah, he dropped 20 in the first, but that was a, it was a bust because I didn't see the guys. But I've seen Kobe a couple times. That's kind of that Lucky. sucks that you guys didn't get to see him. That's why I really want to go see. Like, I don't know if AD's going to resign. You never know. You know, you never know. And then, uh, you know, LeBron on the Lakers, that's wild. I want to at least see that. And then, like, why wouldn't I get to go see Giannis? Like, I'm 
I'm going to fork up the money, Brody. We're going to go see that. I think this is the last time the Lakers play Dallas, but I really would have liked oh to see Luka. Yeah, but that, mean, that, we got a long, in a league. We, you yeah. we got a long time, but like this year though, with LeBron at his, you know, as LeBron as he can be before the decline, hopefully he doesn't start for another eight years, but probably is getting close. Well, it looks like another five I am, to eight. I am thrilled to watch Luca play for the first time. Like I don't he's have fun, any tickets, bro. but like man, he's you so saw sick. what Jerry Let's West get, said, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did, but maybe we should get into that a little bit later. We'll get into that later. But yeah, real yeah. quick, how do you feel if you're Jerry, or excuse me, if you're the Phoenix Suns right now? DeAndre Ayton's nice and all. Yeah. But you pass up on Luca and Trey Young. Yeah, I know. I know. We'll get on NBA. We'll get on I, that, I don't want to get in NBA. NBA. I'll start talking. We'll start. Yeah, right. All right, guys. What do we got first? What we got first is just, you know, recapping. There's a lot of things we could talk about. We could talk about college bowl games. No, what we we're going to talk about, about the is wild the NFL card. wild card week. I know, Travis. Don't I'm not talking about it. college football. Jeez, but I mean, we missed all that, though. Okay, so we'll talk about that. wild card week. Aaron's right, do you want to t- go college real quick? No, 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 no. Okay, no. cool. We'll Trevor Lawrence card. is a shit. Yeah, Joe Burrow's sick too. Oh wow, that's nice. it. Okay. NFL wild card. Let's go. You're welcome, friends. Wait, right. isn't that game Monday? First night, game the title we game? had. Hey, first game was the Texans. I watch yeah, that. it is. It is. I know. We're gonna watch that. Okay, cool. We'll talk about it. All right. We got Texans at Bills. Texans barely squeaked one out by the hairs on their chinny chin chin. Ooh. They gave In that game overtime. away. They gave that the game Bills away. I watched that whole game. And like everyone's talking about Deshaun Watson's Those heroics, sixteen zero, weren't they? Yes, but like, don't get me yeah. wrong. Like, shout Off out a to trick Deshaun. Play though, too, like the one. Regardless, dude, the defense he, he held finished, them to zero. Dude. DeAndre Hopkins had zero receptions in the first, first half. First half, yeah, yeah. So like, no, they had him, and he had a, he had a fumble that game. No, uh, the Bills defense looked like the Bills defense of all. But like, yeah, Deshaun Watson had his heroics at the end. But it was just because the Bills kept giving him chances. Aaron's a hater. I don't know. I just, I'm not like Deshaun. I don't not like Deshaun, but like I'm not a big believer in the Texans, and it's like because they're in my division. Yes, it's because I see them and I get the, you know I, I see them often. The Bills gave that game away. Josh Allen had chances to put the game away, and he didn't, Agreed. and it was frustrating. They they certainly gave that game away, and I feel you on that. You know they they went up due to a trick play from you know John Brown, my receiver. Hey, old fantasy. How'd you do this year? I took eighth place. Okay. Lost I took the first like round of the playoffs. 15th. I took like I, a, yeah, 16th. No, but John that. Brown throws that trick play to, to their quarterback. Um, Josh Allen. Sorry, I was blanking on his name for a second. That was really cool. Josh Allen's obviously athletic enough to be able to catch a pass and run a little bit. So that's cool. But, you know, what I thought the whole time was, yes, they're up, but the Bills are so brand new to this whole game, especially with Josh Allen. And the Texans have been there, done that, and taken a couple of L's in the playoffs. So that's – I just always accredit experience in the playoffs over anything. And you it know? seemed like one of those games where the Bills were going to come that's back. That's ironic. I mean, the Texans. Texans. Yeah, yeah it seemed like one of those games. Uh, the Titans and the Patriots, you would think you would take some experience in that game because Sandhills never played a freaking playoff game ever. You would, but Dude, hold on. Don't hold on segue into that yet. I really want to say something about you. that game. Definitely. But I just want to really quick. I just want to mention what you were saying. I was just like, that's all. Shout wow. out to our Daniel and I guess my buddies, Thomas. Now we talk about the, the bears a lot because, you know, he's a consistent listener and, you know, we're very thankful, but how does it feel knowing that the Bears drafted Mitch Trubisky over, <laughs> over Patrick Deshaun Mahomes and Deshaun? Deshaun Watson? Oh, Thomas is livid about that. that we, we've talked hurt. about that. That's got to hurt. He, Thomas is Because I like Matt Nagy. That's comical to me. I like Matt Nagy. Yeah. Matt Nagy. He's a good He's coach. good. He's a hard ass in a good way. Like, he's like holding guys accountable. I think Matt Nagy's good too. You know? I mean, he made Mitch Trubisky a division winner. And I don't think that dude's got a lick of talent. Yeah, exactly. No, yeah, 100%. I mean, look. 
Aaron hates on Deshaun Watson for whatever reason. I am a pretty good fan of Deshaun. I, I don't mean, watch as much as Aaron, though, still, to be fair. Me neither, but, but listen, I love him, too. I've seen him make nice throws, and I know for I know that he took the most sacks out of any NFL yeah, quarterback they sacked, last year. They've sacked Deshaun Watson seven times in that game. And yeah, it's insane. Like, you know? that guy has never had anything to work with. I mean, obviously, you'd say, no, he has Hop, which is fair. Hop is, like, the best receiver in the game. Yeah. But he's never had a good O-line. He's only ever had Hop. He's never had a number two receiver. Yeah. Like, it, it, it's been tough. No. Are you sure? Who was Will Fuller? Yeah, number, number two, two receiver. Full, okay. Will Fuller was, was actually... Will Fuller, like, a guy that yes. you're tipping the scale to? Yes. 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 Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. What you're yes. saying about no O-line, I understand that. Yes, but he doesn't, that, Aaron. You're right. I am not disagreeing with that. But... Okay, go, go, go. I got something to what say What I was getting to with that is it comes to a point where, like, you're also moving out of the pocket so much that you're not helping your O-line either. And if you watch yeah, a number of his... Ball a lot. If you watch yeah. a number of his yeah. games, Daniel, I know you like him so much. I know, and I'm, I'm not... You're, you're making me out to be a hater. I'm not. No, I'm, no, we're not. No, we I'm just said f- you watch him more than we do. And so that's where I'm at. So, like, like from so, where we're... From our perspective, he seems sick. I mean, I... And but, he is, dude. Like, he's, he's every bit. And it's, I'm scared that he's in my division. Believe me. But... Like he doesn't help himself in some of those instances, and then his heroics, in his own way. and then his heroics come because he has to scramble, and you're just like, oh my god, this guy had to do this and that. And you're like, okay, yeah, but guess what? If he would have just stepped up into a fucking pocket, then you know what I mean. And that's where I like it's that's like, it's like Spider Man. Spider Man creates all his own villains. Have you noticed? Like, he, all his villains come because of his own faults. Mm. So Deshaun Watson's like Spider Man. But, but to his <laughs> credit, that. that's what I'm saying. He is still that quarterback. He is still. Amazing! I am a. He is still MVP runner this year, yeah. so it's not like and and he did make the plays. And Spider Man always still wins. And what did he? Yeah. And what did he say at the end of his game? He was like, "Somebody so, had to make the play. Might as well be me. Might as well be me." And guess what? That was like, kind of hard. And for that him to get, sick, he dude. got smacked on that play where he just chipped it off. But he got smacked from like two angles, and his body size, his athletic ability allowed him to stay up. Like kudos to him. So yeah, like they deserve that win. But it was it felt like the Bills just gave it away. And the Texans are rolling up on the Chiefs, brother. Chiefs this weekend. And we're going to talk about we got our picks later on, but we're going to segue into the Titans, the other Let's AFC go! game, smacking the pass. Real quick, I would just like to say we're talking about how we always kind of felt like the Texans were going to come back in that game. Tom Brady has come back in so many playoff games and so many different situations. I did not think for one second yeah. that they had a shot. Me I knew either. the Titans were going to roll. You know why? You know why? Like, watch, because I watched every snap of that game. No way. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I figured you would have missed it. <laughs> New England had a total of 85 yards in the second half. That's Total. Gross. Total. Oof. With a pick. Pass and, and, and round it. Passing, rushing, Oof. everything. Total. And, like, they had the ball for, you know, 30 minutes or 31 or 29 minutes to our 31. So That like, pick doesn't count, though. Okay. At the back end, yeah. I feel you. But like eighty-five like yards, sure as hell does. But yeah. you get and dude, honestly, and like this is a we. I can talk about this game forever, guys. Like he, uh, Derrick Henry accounted for seventy-five percent of our offense, and everyone's saying like, "Oh, Tannehill looked like Tannehill old." Listen, Tannehill got us there, he, dude. That's the best secondary in football. Listen, like, he's and, fine. He and listen, do you know how many times we threw it that game? Fifteen. We threw it fifteen times. Why? Oh, because we had a running back that had 200 total yards. So yeah. why would I, why, you know what I mean? This guy was literally, if you watch the game, this guy was literally rushing for a first down every time he touched it. Looks on like a first left down. tackle with no body fat. <laughs> Just going off what you're saying, Aaron, and I know we were talking about Vrabel, and like I think a couple weeks ago you were like, I don't know if I'm 100% sold on him, but you liked him enough. 
give or take, right? I'm it's still more, not sold on him, but I he's ah, he's tipping the scale. Just, he man. just beat the Patriots in Foxborough, man. You gotta get him. Are you sure? That earned him at least he can go 16 for two Listen, straight years and he's good. Guys, guys, under- guys, you don't watch a full NFL you didn't watch a full Titan season. This fool made yeah. so many bad decisions throughout the year that could have cost us games and had cost us games. I understand this fool went into Foxborough beat New England on, and they're on the decline. They were <laughs> offense was shitty. I'm not discrediting Vrabel. Listen, I am very proud and I'm glad he's my coach. And yes, I, dude. and yes, he is obviously type to scale where I am absolutely a fan than not, but it, but there is still like some of his decision-making. He did uh Belichick, Belichick, mm-hmm. you know, with him. Yeah. Like, and that was like, when he did that, I was like, wow, that's the, but I also thought I was like, that is maybe the first or second time I've been like, wow, that was some great coaching. And there's many other times where I've been like, what the flying F was that? I so, think, that think, he, think about this, though. Sorry, Dan. Um, think about if the sorry-ass Chargers would have scored that touchdown. Titans would have made the playoffs. Yes. Yeah. I, know. So I think of a lot of things. There's like a that. lot of little things, but it's almost like a team of destiny. But and, and you last, know what last time him? I remember the team of destiny was against the Chargers also on the Ravens when it was third and 20 fucking seven. 27 Sorry and for a half. the F word. My Dang mom it. is going to be mad at you. Sorry, Rhonda. Apologies for that <laughs> one. That was our first one in like 20 minutes. You're welcome. So third and 27, they throw a little screen past to Ray Rice and they get the first down. They beat, they beat the Chargers. They come as the wild card. And they I like win how the you somehow made this about the Chargers. No, but we were talking I'm about the Chargers, too. The Chargers team of Destiny. Have, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they wouldn't have made you the playoffs. You got to go through the Chargers to be the team of Destiny, yeah, brother. You, you, you have to just think about it. The we're t- like that's the a good sign the- for the Titans. Yeah, no, dude. dude. <laughs> listen, like, it's this. Um, there is obviously bias when I'm talking. Obviously, everyone knows. But, like, this team is different. And it's funny. Like, Earl Thomas came out and said in a press conference uh, going up to the Ravens, they're like, if Ryan Hill chooses to throw, it's, he's, it's not going to end well for him. I was like, dude, Tannehill was the best-rated quarterback after week seven. Yeah, that's like, bold. And it's just like, yeah, the Ravens' defense is good. They are. Like, they're great. The secondary, everything like that. But, like, don't think that we're going to be afraid to throw on you. We had a rookie of the year in our wide receiver. Our yeah. tight ends are coming. Like, you got to st- still try to stop Derrick Henry. That's the hardest thing about football when it's, like, when it comes into, like, the playoffs is when you know it's coming and you can't stop it. Yeah. That's what happened to the Patriots. We literally said, we're going to run left. But guess on our two minute drill to end the half, it was like two minutes and 38 seconds. We ran the ball six times, and our one throw was a screen to Derrick Henry. And we scored a touchdown with 30 seconds to spare. It's because this guy broke off runs of eight, 12, 29, yeah. eight, and then the screen pass of 22. And it's like you, you couldn't stop him. And he is the hottest guy in football right now. And it's not even, I'm just trying to gas him like that. They are. But they're also going against the hottest team in football in the Ravens. So. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm going to segue a little bit off of that game. I know we've been harping on the Titans and deservingly so. I got a couple th- more things to say about it. All right, go, because I got a question I want to ask. Okay, there. okay. So, number one, Aaron, like, listen, the great thing in the, you know, a totally accredit Mike Vrabel to this is, you know, like you said, the Patriots have the, mo- the best DBs in the game, right? And he totally leaned on the run, which was the smart thing to do. You he know? didn't try to ego, like, oh, I can beat yeah, him. Yeah, like, no, I can beat him with did. my, with my pass thing. game. Yeah. Tannehill's been really nice. Like, he didn't lean on that. He's like, no, I'm going to run the ball down your throat. And the Patriots were terrified. They didn't even want no part of Derrick Not Henry. even a lick, dude. They, a they lick. were scared. And, and going off of what Earl Thomas said, I don't think that's like a call out to Tannehill. I think that's like, for the love of God, don't let this 250-pound, big-ass dude 
I was about to say a mother effer, but I didn't want to. Big old dude run the ball down my throat because Earl Thomas don't want a part of that neither. Yeah, bro. that That's Earl Thomas, fast. five foot nine, you know, no 190 way. pound dude doesn't want to see Derrick Henry with he's a full like, head of steam. He's like, Sorry. please, Tannehill, throw the ball so this guy <laughs> don't run it down my throat because he will. Like, you know, so. Go, go ahead, Travis. All right, that's, that, that's a very good point. But yeah. what I want to ask is the big question going around the NFL right now. What do you think happens with Tom Brady? Do you think that was it? Do you no. think that was the time? No, but do you think that was it with the Patriots? No. As far as what? Winning championships or just playing? Going to a different team or <laughs> hanging them up. No, I mean, you saw his Instagram post, right? No, what did it say? You did it? Oh, he posted this. Yeah, he said, like, no, I'm coming back. He said he's coming back with the Patriots. Okay, never mind then. Oh, okay. Basically, right. And even Tom Kraft said, he's like, I was like, we are expecting Tom to come back. Yeah. Oh, he, well, he's got to say that. I know that, but I'm still, he was like, he's like, it's either that or I hope he retires because I do not want to see him in another jersey. Rightfully so, you wouldn't either. But you're right. Stephen A brought it up in like some of the teams. And I'm not even just saying because they're my team. They Tom Brady. about the Titans and they Tom talked Brady, about the Chargers. Tom they were Brady, talking about yes, I did see that. I did see that. They're talking about Giselle, where she would want to go because she obviously has a big say, and she would want to go to L.A. or Miami. And Miami has a make, sh- much worse team. They're more. It doesn't make than the sense Chargers. for me to go to the Chargers just because, like, are they a team that ready to take that step? And I'm not saying that we're that much better than the Chargers because I'm not. As a Titans team, I'm honestly very proud that we won a playoff game, but I'm not saying that we're that much better than the Chargers. I'm not because there's like the Chargers do a lot of and have a lot of playmakers on their team. And I, like I said in the beginning of the year, I've always been a big. I was a big fan of the Chargers. They obviously. You know, you guys like their coach, and like I am, I am optimistic, but I don't think Tom goes there just because his wife wants to go there for a couple of years. I think that if he was to, and I don't think he is, and I don't think the Titans are going to take him. If he was to, it was going to be Tennessee. But I don't think that I don't think there's a shot in hell that even happens. To be honest with you, but it was a little bit more of a shot than Chargers, and I'm not even just trying just saying that. That is like that was my honest thoughts on it. But for sure, I think he comes back. He's going to go to the Patriots. He's not going to give him the hometown discount. He literally came out and said that. You saw that, right, Dan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, you're not getting no discount this time. So they're going to have to pay him big quarterback money, which is going to be the deciding factor, in my opinion. All right. So that all got shut down. But, yeah, I agree. The Pats are nothing. I don't think he'll go anywhere. I think it's just kind of a manipulative tactic in order to get what he wants with New England, the whole idea of him going somewhere else. But I, he's coming back, which brings us to the NFC games from the wild card. Yeah, the which games was, was the Saints Eagles, at Eagles, Vikings. Saints at Vikings. And then there. the Eagles and the Seahawks. The Se- Seahawks. Can't swear. My mom's listening. <laughs> I don't know if that's, that's a swear the Seahawks. word. <laughs> All right, mom. The Seahawks uh, beat the uh, the Eagles. <laughs> you want to start with the the Saints game, Vikings? Sure. Cool guys. Well, the Saints had, the, I believe, the highest. Uh, they were favored by the most amount. I think it was like seven and a half, give or take, something crazy. I, are you sure the Seahawks weren't favored more against the Eagles? No, they weren't. No, no, they, no, weren't. No, they no. weren't. It was like the four Saints and a half. was the highest. They were at home, of course. The Saints is a tough place to play at home. You know, they're very loud. It's an indoor stadium. Um, Saints fans are crazy. You know, after Hurricane Katrina, they rallied behind them. Drew Brees and, and Mark. No, no, no. It wasn't Mark Ingram. It was uh, Alvin Kamara. No. Mark Ingram was there, though. Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush. Yep. Then they won the Super Bowl. That was really cool. You know, Saints fans are golden. Um, it, it seemed like the Saints time after the Minneapolis miracle. And the one before after, that. And the one after the big call and the miracle. Yeah. And it was funny. You had was the against- Minneapolis miracle. You had the Rams, their DB hitting their receiver. And, and what just- do you call this one? Totally P.I. What I call this one is, what I call this one is Drew Brees not playing up to snuff. You know, yes, 
at the back end of the game, there was a, a call that was questionable at best. But nah, listen, dude. Drew Brees, I didn't no, like, they, no, dude, the they could have called that. They could have, but they also could have not. They could have, but Drew Brees hasn't been phenomenal like, in the playoffs the last Wasn't that years. frustrating? It's frustrating because Daniel's absolutely right. Because like in the playoffs, it's like Drew Brees looks tentative. And he never looked like that in the, in the, in the regular a season. Drew. It and it's different. weird because like I've seen Drew in the playoffs and he shits off. But the last couple years, when I'm thinking like Drew's gonna take over because uh because he's fucking Drew, excuse me, sorry, but he didn't, and there was never a point he did, and it's not that Kirk Cousins took over, but he hit his shots, and he, you know, he played well, he did, and you know, uh, Dalvin Cook, it, dude, he found Thielen a lot of times, the big he play made after some big nice play, throws to Thielen. and oh, he did, man. you know, Thielen's Kyle a, Rudolph, and uh, you know, Dalvin Cook, you know, still looked pretty well, but it's just it was frustrating to not see Drew Brees ball out the way I was expecting. So the, the Saints absolutely deserve to lose that. Shout out to the Vikings winning in OT. Mm-hmm. Questionable call, but not questionable. You're it's like right. a rebound. Like, you know what, two guys, yeah. you're going to put a five foot eleven dude on six foot five. Kyle and I Rudolph, love Kyle Rudolph. And that he's a, a big monster. physical dude. Sorry. Like, come on. That's scheming problems. You're mad about a push off. I mean, that stuff doesn't get called a lot. If you're going to leave it up to that, then you lost. You know, so yeah, that's exactly. Right. You know, like, you're but better. I'm salty because I wanted the Saints to move on. Me really. too, and Nate. I do. I, li- I like the Vikings, though. I do. I like, I like the Vikings a lot too. I just look at teams and I'm like, okay, who took the most L's in the playoffs? Who's got the experience? Who should deserve it? And usually those teams win. Like I thought the Saints would win because of that reason, and like you said, the Vikings pulled it out, so that was cool. And I'm happy for Kirk Cousins because, like, you know, obviously. The persona of like I can't win a big game Monday night, Sunday night, whatever it is, playoffs, obviously. Monday night is so night. good for Kirk, bro. Like that's amazing. No, I like that. And he, you saw he come out in the locker room. He said, "You like that? You like that? that was so I funny. loved it, dude. Oh hey, that's all fun. Hey, do we really want to talk about the Seahawks Eagles? Because I mean, I feel oh, like we that can happens. touch on it. Yeah, I mean, like, dude, it was Russell a, Wilson's incredible. Yeah, yeah. Carson Wentz only put up seventeen. Yeah, shout out to uh, was it Josh McCown who had his first uh, his uh, first playoff, playoff game games. at four yeah. years old. He's got a strong chin. Did you notice? He has that? a big head. He has a square head. He's a good looking dude. He is That's a good looking guy. You don't think so, Aaron? He's got a nice, strong he got a chin. Big ass head. He's got a nice head of hair. I got a big head. He's 40. Not too. a nice head of hair. He's, he's a good. He gave it his all, but listen, Russell is going <laughs> to Russell. Gave it his all. Good job, man. Good job there. Josh McCown versus Russell. The like, yeah, well, Russell Wilson's probably like. The best quarterback in the league, arguably. But and, still, at the seventeen. So I no, he, but the Eagles, their strength is their defense they're, right they're now. Literally, their DBs. Metcalf are nice. is the real deal. Oh my god! I feel like I mean 100%. I love Metcalf. I think he's a great talent, but I think he's more made of Russell Wilson because Russell Wilson. Takes I agree anybody. to that. But Russell Wilson will take anybody. Tyler Lockett, all them, yeah. Ju- Drisley, anybody. I just Metcalf. But has Metcalf, been his, dude, dude. Metcalf is the deal, dude. I, Metcalf's not just like we all thought. One trick pony, blowing the top off. Nope, you know, yep. quick guy. But dude can catch the back shoulder fades. He's large. He's doing the most he's like, a freak he's he's i'm a fan travis i think i and i'm not trying to call you out but, but i you think you are i think that you had said prior in the beginning of the year like yeah he is going to be just the blow off the top guy like it's one thing or I nothing yeah mm-hmm. so like and i'm not trying to talk smack by any means but you know d he can do a lot dude like he can catch, he's just a big too. dude that was a great second round pick overall for the seahawks so shout out to them seahawks are always getting it right Pete carroll getting the most out of his guys love dude love that team man so you know, with that being said, we got our picks. Oh, coaching hires. We want to go there? Oh, well, we could go that, into the picks since we're talking about games. Yeah. All right, cool. What's the first hey, game? Wild, hey, first of all, what a wild, wild card. Shout out. Yeah. <laughs> nice one, Aaron. I know you've been waiting to say that. It was really cool. This <laughs> Thanks, year, guys. this week right here, in, in my opinion, maybe, I don't know if it's your guys's, but this, this is going to be sick, dude. It's going to be sick. This is my favorite playoff time of the year because it's you like, four games. all right. 
Now we got the wild cards out. Now we got the real deal. Scrubs we got four. Out. We got two great games on Saturday. So we top got eight true teams. Ga- yeah, top eight teams. Two great on Saturday. Two great on Sunday. It's like that second round of the semifinals in in you know the NBA. So with that, I being don't know. Said, I really like the first round though. You where do? It's just like same sixteen games every single day. There's eight, 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 eight. That's fun. I love it because we're what, watching oh, basketball. basketball. I'm watching three oh, yeah, games yeah, yeah. of basketball. Just like remember that? I think it was last year where the first playoff game we all just sat and watched like eight games so straight. Nice. It was I a great it. day. I know. Okay. okay, but in NFL's terms, this is the best time because now you got the you got the Niners back in it. Now you got. The Packers back in it. So with that, and the Ravens. Said, like I really was like, and man, the Ravens, I really want to watch Chiefs, these. And the Chiefs. And the Chiefs. I was like yeah, I want to watch these damn offenses. Offenses. So here we go, family. We got first game. First let's game, go. It. Vikings at Niners. Niners favored by seven points. Ooh. Travis is ready to go, cocked and locked and loaded. Yeah, all that stuff. Go ahead, Travis. All right, let's get real quick. I want to just say, I feel like every time a team, okay. every time a team gets a really emotional win, I feel like the next week they 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 lay an egg. Mm. I just feel like that happens. And I already know your picks then. Exactly. So I'm taking the Niners. I know the, I know it's a seven-point spread, but I think the Vikings just had an incredibly emotional win over the Saints in the Superdome. All big deal. Blah, blah, blah. I'm going with the, the, the 49ers minus seven. That is a large spread, and that's like what's the only thing kind of holding me is like the Vikings actually have a decent defense. And, they do. They do. And Garoppolo was looking good but in the last couple of games he kind of fell off his little streak that he was going he did uh i fully anticipate the 49ers to win this game but i think but. i think the vikings beat the spread so i think the vikings make it a closer game than the Niners were making out to be uh you know kirk cousins yeah he hasn't showed up in huge games but he you know he showed up and like you know he's 0-9 in monday night listen it's a playoff game he it, I, I don't know. He looked good last game. You know, he's making his throws. I hope he finds digs this week. 49ers got some great DBs, but I think the Vikings uh, do enough to make the, beat the spread. So, funny you say that, Travis. Yeah, Vikings, after getting a big win, and you usually get, like, the... The letdown. The letdown after that. You know, I don't know if you listened to the post post game when they were in the locker room. You know... The last time the Vikings did get a big win in the playoffs, it was the Minneapolis Miracle two And they years lost ago. the next week. And they lost the next week. That's where I'm coming from. And they and who's their uh, coach Zimmer? He said that after the game. He's like, listen, after we beat the Saints last, you know, two years ago, what did we do? We went out and laid a fucking egg the next. Sorry for the curse word. Darn it. <laughs> we laid an egg the next darn week, it. right? I'm just telling you, and and this is how I've always felt like. Based off experience, the Vikings been there, done that, took the L. They're not about to come out flat against the Niners. The Niners are brand new. Your boy Garoppolo, first playoff game. I think that the Vikings are going to take it. Not only cover the, the spread, but take it. That's I feel not, very strongly about that. That's not a crazy take. I mean, I, I, mean about, I don't think it is at all. So Think about you. those teams that just, just, you know, have that, not necessarily one-off year, but that first year being really good. Yeah, and no. This is an, and they always lay an egg in the playoffs. The Rams. And the Vikings have been to the playoffs. Granted, they've lost. Granted, fuck. Grant, uh, he said the F word, too. But, you know, they've lost in the first <laughs> round. <laughs> but, like, this is different. I know that's a for 2 right there. <laughs> here you go. Here's trying, a here's Mom. a here's a laundry list of like the most hottest the most hottest. Jeez, that sounds nice, like, Dan. Our grammar is really on par today. So our grammar is the so Rams, best. right? <laughs> the Rams, the Falcons were the hot team. They took the L against the Patriots. They got far. Oh, uh, there was another one. The, the Chargers, Chiefs, the Chargers, like the four Chargers. Times. Plenty of times, like no, you just don't have the experience yet. So just. 
Trust me on what I'm saying. I feel like the Vikings are going to take it. My dad's like, no way they beat the Niners. And, and my stepmom is a, a Vikings fan. And, you know, they're like, that's going to be tough. I don't think so. I think they're going to take it for some reason. What's the next one? Next game, we got my Seahawks against your guys' Packers. Why is it our guys'? Because you guys love A-Rod. Right, I, love, I, love, I love Russ. I love Russell more than A-Rod. I but love you A-Rod. You love him the mostest, though. Yeah, I do. I've always picked him in fantasy. All right, who are you, you picking? Okay, so I'll start it. So Seahawks at Packers. <laughs> Packers are favorited by four. God, listen here. I'm, I'm not sold on either of these teams. Uh, the spread is the, minus four. The, the, the pa- so if you want to yeah. think spread, yeah. The Packers have a, a much better defense than they've had at times. Their coach seems to be clicking pretty well with A-Rod. You can tell Daniel hadn't actually thought about this. I hadn't thought about I hadn't thought about any of these. Who is your pick? I will pick the Seahawks because I do love Russell a little bit more than A-Rod. And I'm not feeling a, tremendous about it, but I think they'll take this dub. I don't feel confident about this. I know, right? At all. Either way. Because, like, the Seahawks' defense is not great. Great. You shut down the Eagles. Who or the Eagles? neither is their offense aside from Russ. You know what I mean? And, like, and the no Packers, running backs. They got Marshawn. Dude, okay. I'm and no running I'm back. gonna go with A Rod just because I love A Rod. And if I think with when called upon, I think A Rod has everyone healthy at this point for the most part. Yeah, they're very healthy. So, you know, and you got Aaron Jones who is a solid running back. And you know, they're gonna run it. It's gonna be colder. You know, they're playing it's still a tough game, don't get me wrong. But uh Russell he's gonna have to it, it's, that's what scares me is Russell at the end. I think Russell's going to have a chance. And if he does, then he's going to take it. But if the Packers are able to put it away, then they're going to get it. But I, I got with my gut. I'm going Packers. Okay. Go, Pat, go. I think the Packers are like the worst best team in the league. They're like the worst good team. You know what I mean? If you think that, I feel like they've had a lot of question marks. Dude, that's funny you say that because they've their wins are question marks. They had like two six game winning streaks. But their wins were question marks. That's why you think that. No, you're but right. And Seahawks the Seahawks are that, were like way that too. too. Yeah, they're the same. That's but why. I, but the only difference is I the minus four. I really I I think that makes a lot of difference for me. I don't necessarily. I think the Seahawks will win. But if not, I think it'll be very close because I think Russell Wilson is the most incredibly gifted. He's the clutches. He's the clutches. That's what he is. Yeah. The best Outside of the- that Super Bowl throw where they should have handed off to Marshawn Lynch, he has made a hundred. We'll get there. But we will get there. But and I'm that taking... wasn't even a bad decision. That was a sick play by Malcolm. You and know, so. I think Pete Carroll is 10 times better than Matt LaFleur. Pete Carroll is one of the I great... agree with that. Oh that my God. He wins that by a landslide. And I feel like A-Rod and Russell are pretty close. We I also guess. love Pete Carroll because of USC. I yeah. love Pete. If Russell Wilson's down by seven see, at, that's with two what minutes I see. to go. Exactly. Like, you know, my guy's about to tie it up somehow. Oh yeah, you know, and you can, like, think I'm about it, think about it if you're. I'm uh, so scared. Think about it. Think about it for the Packers. You can also think the same four. thing with Packers too. Oh yeah, no, they're both dangerous, I and know. it's cool. But I, I, I trust Pete Carroll way more than I trust Lafleur, and I and I trust Russell just a hair more than A Rod. Those are probably my two favorite quarterbacks in the league, right there, head to head. That's dope. That's right. a really cool time. All right, next game, we got the Titans at... Oh, we should save that one for last because it's Aaron's. Okay. We got, all right, so the next game, just kidding, JK family. We got the Texans at Chiefs. Nice little AFC matchup. Nine and a half point spread. Nine and a half point favored. spread. Really large, in my opinion. Travis thought it was 13 and a half for some reason, but 
Was that the one, Travis? You yeah, that we were guessing. Okay. You asked me. I'm usually yeah, good yeah, at yeah. guessing the spread. It, no, I mean, that it was relatively half close. Is firm. I thought it was very... I thought nine and a half was firm. But nine and a half Travis, is firm. No, I'm, I, know, I completely understand that's firm. But I just feel like they'd really get on that. I don't know. Fair enough. Well, go ahead, Travis. What do you pick? I'm assuming the Chiefs of you thought 13 and a half. It's a nine and a half point difference, though. That's fat, dude. Yeah. It's a touchdown and a field goal. Well, you go with the Texans. Go right. with the Texans. I don't think they'll win. But I think Deshaun's going to have some late time, garbage time. I can see that against the Chiefs defense. Absolutely. I can see I, that. The Chiefs have a real, real weak defense. Patrick Mahomes didn't necessarily do anything good in the playoffs last year. And I don't know if he will this year. Mm-hmm. They've kind of seemed to, he's had some injury problems. I know they've had a little time off. Mm-hmm. I'm going with the Texans, though, because I don't think they'll win. But 10 points, come on. We're going with the Texans. Yeah. No, dude, I agree with, nope. Yeah, I agree with the whole, all your reasons. That's why I'm picking the Texans as well. I'm smart. I'm picking the Texans as well because that nine and a half is super firm to me. Like the Chiefs have a very high powered offense, absolutely, and they're playing at home. Tough place to play. It's the loudest stadium, absolutely. But ten and a half, that Chiefs defense isn't no, you know, world beater. So I, I think the Texans will absolutely put up some points on them. And even if they are down, Deshaun Watson's gonna uh gonna find some way to score near the end and they're gonna beat the spread. I think the Chiefs absolutely win that. Or I hope they do. Honestly, I hope the Chiefs blow them out. Yeah. But I just don't think that happens. I think the Chiefs absolutely win, but there's no way that they're going to win by 10. I think it's going to be more of a one-touchdown game, but only because Watson scores late at the end. Daniel? Agreed. I, I also picked the Texans to cover the spread, not win. I think the Chiefs do win, so I want to say that fully. I know we all said that. Um, what? All right, we'll go quicker. All right, so next game, we got the Titans at Ravens. Travis doesn't want to hear my opinion because he sucks. I really no, don't. <laughs> Shout out. Nah, can Ravens I switch my are... pick? Daniel picked the Texans. I want to switch to the I know. Go ahead. Oh, that's what you were saying? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Oh, okay. So also, Titans versus Ravens. Ravens are favored by nine and a half. It is at Ravens. Um, obviously, coming off the bye week, you know, sometimes the bye week can hinder somebody. Oftentimes, it doesn't hinder someone. So who knows? Travis, what do you pick for that? Um, sorry, Aaron. I mean, I don't know what what Lamar Jackson can do with a 16 point deficit. I don't know if you'd be able to come <laughs> back if you blah blah blah. All the old white guys, crusty white guys. Had did it. I say that last podcast? Did no, I? no, I don't know if you did, but that's kind of like a funny to. theme between God. all the old white GMs. That I was think at Hooters. Smart. Yeah, I'm going with the Ravens. I'm sorry, Aaron. The Ravens are so hot right now. They're like Hansel and Zoolander. They're so that hot Hansel's right now. That Hansel so hot right now. I'm <laughs> going. I mean, the Titans are hot too. That's great and all, but I'm I'm going Ravens. Try, you all, I'll you, go ahead and go. No, uh, you should go last. No, I don't mind. Going. No, no, no. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Okay. <laughs> uh, surprise. I'm going fucking Titans. Sorry. Uh, Ravens are hot. Listen, I love everything the Ravens are doing. Uh, shout out to my boy, CJ. Bought my Lamar Jackson jersey. I'm a big fan of Lamar. Uh, I'm a big fan of the Ravens. I like Mark Ingram. I love Hollywood. Their defense is coming to two. I, I'm a big fan of the Ravens. And, you know, they're coming off a of bye week. Lamar Jackson, that bye week's not going to hinder him. It's going to help him. But, you know, the Titans, like you guys were saying, that he's coming off an emotional win. I know you guys are thinking, like, this is one of the biggest wins the Titans have. It is. And we are coming off one. But, like, think about all of our players that didn't get a lot of runs. All our receivers, you know, Ryan Tannehill, uh, you know, only threw 15 times, like I mentioned. Our defense is hype, man. Listen, we had a goal line stand that, like, we had against the Chargers. We had a goal line stand that held the Patriots to negative yards on the goal line. And it was the game changer. And I think the Titans... I think the Titans are that team to upset the Ravens. And like I don't if they get if they get past the Titans, they're going to the Super Bowl because I think they easily beat the Texans or Chiefs. Yeah. And I think that easily because they're gonna try to play their game. And I think the Ravens are 
are better at playing their game. Yeah. The Ravens are the number one rushing offense, but the Titans are the number one rushing offense in the playoffs right now, and it's not even close. Obviously, it's just one game, but like in the last seven games, Derrick Henry's rushed for almost 1,100 yards in seven games. Yeah, it's crazy. And we're going to ride him all the way to the Super Bowl, in my opinion. And I think the Titans not only beat the spread, they're going to somehow upset the Ravens. I would love that, Aaron. You know, I would. I want the Titans to win um, for you, brother, because the Chargers are out. Got it. But <clears throat> I don't know, man. Like, I'm just thinking I get about it, like. Dude. Don't think I'm not. I'm not. You know what I mean? I get it. But that's I, just me being a fan. Of course, brother. Yeah, I'm not going to be mad about it. Like, I watched the Ravens just terrorize a handful of teams. I think about the Ravens versus the Rams at Rams, and they just absolutely manhandled them. You know, with their little their little read option that they do, it's disgusting. You know, if if the Ravens come out ahead, if they go up two touchdowns, like the Titans can't lean on the run game anymore, and they got to lean on Tannehill, which isn't bad. Like Tannehill was nice this year, and I I I think the Titans will give him an extension or or pay him a nice little contract. Personally, do you think that, Aaron? Yes, I do. Just I real think quick. I okay. just on side, I think we do give him an extension. I think it's going to be three years. Or it might even be two years. I hope we don't franchise tag him. Nah. Just because, weirdly enough, I think we franchise Derrick Henry. Uh, but that's just a side note. I would. Lo- I think that's a smart decision. They should franchise Derrick Henry because look what has happened when they pay out a running back. So with that being said, look, the Ravens, I think the Ravens are going to cover the spread and win, unfortunately. And I, I hate saying that, man. So. so what do you think? Oh, no, like this is what I honestly thought. And Travis, you can chime in Travis. too is what do you guys think your honest thought is what's going to happen this game? Do you think that the Ravens just come out and just guns blazing and they go ahead and the Titans are just trying to fight their way back with their, you know, try to run it and they can't run it and they're going to have to throw it and it's going to be a slow game? Is that what you think? Honestly, because, like, that is what I thought. And listen, the Titans, in the first 16 weeks of the season, listen to this, this is some shit that I've, like, watched and, like, read. It's in the first 16 weeks... We had zero touchdowns in the first drive. In the last two weeks, we've had a touchdown in, on our opening drive. And I know that's just a small sample and a small, like, you know, stat. And, you know, we still only scored 14 points against the Patriots. We scored, you know, an extra six on the interception. But honestly, like, I just want your guys' thoughts because I can see how this game could go negatively very quickly. But there's, a, like, this, uh, we also forget that Lamar Jackson had the most fumbles this year. Granny, or he, granted, God, uh, he only lost two of the 11 that he had. He still fumbled 11. I think this is the time that I think the Titans are going to fuck around and catch him slipping, bro. And, like, that's just not me being, like, biased. That is just, like, the gut feeling watching their games and watching the Titans. I, uh, I think the Ravens are a lot more physical than the Patriots. Oh, Who yeah. the Titans play in the last game of the season? Texans. The Texans, and they got that. Yeah, but the Texans already got the division, huh? And they didn't play all their starters, but they still played a lot of starters on defense. But okay. I, I get that. But I just feel we like also the Ravens, handed them an ass whooping. The Ravens are a lot more physical than the Patriots. I don't know if they'll be able to run the ball nearly as well as they did against the Pats. And I think, um, I think if the Titans don't get off to a hot enough start, like if they don't get off to like their first drive, two drives, get ten points out of the first two drives, they're going to be in trouble. I do. And I know the Titans have a good defense with the Ravens. Or Ben don't break defense, and that's not going to work too well against yeah, Lamar. Because but if they bend a little bit, they're going to be able they'll get it in the red. Another, zone. another thing that has this going our way, and like it, you can look at it two different ways, and I understand this. The Titans have the number one de- our offense in the second half. The Titans scored the most touchdowns, 
had the most yards and had the just number one overall offense in the second half all of NFL last season. And, and you know, Grant, but I say that we didn't score a single point in the second half last game other than the interception for a touchdown. So you can look at it like, okay, you can score points. Does that mean that you're playing from behind? No, it's because we can run the ball effectively in the second half. Derrick Henry, if you've ever watched his games, he gets hot in the third quarter, in the fourth quarter. So if you're, I agree with that. The Titans absolutely need to get off to a hot start and get some type of lead so they can start leading on this run game. And if they are, good luck to the Ravens, bro. Honestly, no. Derrick Henry will mess around in the third and fourth quarter if we have a lead and our offensive line is still a top five offensive line, especially when running the ball. And we will run down your throat. And I've watched it. We create running lanes even when you got eight mans in the box. Earl Thomas is not going to want a piece of them like you guys said. No, I can see Derrick Henry running up and down this physical team. I agree much better than the uh, front seven of the Patriots. But this is still an offensive line that will smash you in the mouth and tell you we're going to get some more. And so I'm confident about going into this game. I really am. You know... The Ravens certainly on defense. I know the first like four weeks were like, damn, the Patriots have the sickest defense, bar none. But who this are they why, playing? Yeah. yeah, but who are they playing? Of course. And but remember, we were like, if they were, if they their offense didn't set foot on the field, they would have been like four and two and one. Remember us talking about that? Their defense looked really sick. Credit to their really good DBs, of course, and lack thereof of good quarterbacks that they were facing. But I promise you that the the Ravens are a nasty-ass defense, too, you know. They're not about to just cower down to Derrick Henry by no means, you know. And Derrick is a monster, bro. Like, don't get me wrong. Like you said, seven games, 1,100 yards, that's wild. Multiply that by two, that's 2,200 yards, and that's only 14 games. So you add another two more games, that's like a 2,600-yard season rushing. That's insane. But the Ravens aren't going to cower down to him. They aren't. And guess what? Smash mouth football on the offensive end. Mark Ingram and Lamar Jackson. The combo. number one rushing offense was the Ravens. Right. That's a sick combination. I remember after the Rams got smacked in the mouth by, by the Ravens, Eric Weddle was like, listen, like by the time we deciphered who even had the ball, they already had seven yards rushing on us. And then we could go make a tackle. Like he's like, we don't know what happened. Like he was just in shock. And this is a, 13, not 13 year, but like 10, 11 year veteran. That's 12 years. And that's on a Wade 12 Phillips year defense. veteran and Wade- on a Wade Phillips defense. Granted. Oh, granted. There we go. You know, even though they did give up 55 to the Buccaneers as well, you know, what's his name? Got hot. Jameis freaking 30 for 30. Mr. McGee. 30 for 30 on Jameis. What if I told you with yeah. 5,000 yards? What that's insane. And dude, his press conference was so cocky, by the way. God, like, I hate, I all don't I gotta like do him. is eliminate my picks and I'm one of the best quarterbacks. Like no shit there. Dude, dude, it's like, no, all I gotta all, do is be good at quarterback. Yeah, <laughs> dude, there's a, I know you guys follow the PFF. There's a PFF. It was like interception stone that had like, there's no reason for it to be thrown. <laughs> yeah. He had like, 16 that were actually intercepted, but there was like 36 that could have been. And I'm like, that's hilarious. This fool could have ended up with 40 picks. Easy. Oh my God. That's so funny. I saw, remember that play on the last game where he just like, he scrambled out to his right oh, and he just I, hucked it there up. There was memes all over the place. Like, oh, oh somebody got to catch this. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it was like, there was a quote retweet and Twitter's so great. If you don't oh, have it, gosh. highly recommend yes. it, guys. Please. Twitter's a goat. But someone quote tweeted and they're like, I like to imagine that James Winston's in the huddle and he's like, I'm going to do some crazy shit on this one. You know? <laughs> like, that's so funny. Like, you can see, he probably did too. That's the funny thing. Like, this is a this, goon. Guys. 
Um, He's like, I, I got Mike Evans down there. I'm gonna throw it. He's either gonna catch it or someone else. And he will. has the worst, yeah. worst of uh, hype up video. Oh, oh my god! You see his W? He's seen yeah. his w. I'm gonna eat this up. Oh, we'll see yeah. this. And all the whole, like, that's hilarious. His James whole is a like, clown. I hope really? he gets resigned just because because <laughs> <laughs> he's hilarious. Shout out, Jamie. I hope he gets resigned just so they stay bad for a long time. With that being said, listen. If the Titans take the L, still respectable because guess what? The Ravens. No one knows what to do with them yet. If Rabel can figure it out, great. You know, I hope the Titans win. I just think the Ravens are going to cover the spread and win. So, all right. So, next, moving forward, obviously, a lot of turmoil in the NFL. Turmoil. You like that one? Sick word, dude. Two syllables, no, brother. Turmoil. Uh, look, look, look. Uh, couple co- the th- couple coaches today. got fired in my thesaurus. I read that. Uh, New York Giants. New York football Giants picked up a new coach. You got Joe Judge. Never knew. Who no one didn't know. Nobody I don't knew even who know who that is. Nobody. Not a, not I don't a even chance. know who that is. I'm not even. He's right, the, he's quick, the though, Patriots just a quick shout out. Just a quick shout out. Shout who out to you, Harry. Who do you think oh, Harry got us for us right now? Harry, shout out. Who is the last special teams coordinator? Oh, wait, no. He's the wide receivers coach. Scratch that. Oh, good one, Travis. Thanks, bud. Nice. No, I think nice didn't click in my head until I said So anyways, the Giants in other news signed Joe Judge. Who, you may ask? We don't either. I don't even know who that is. Patriots receiver coach. Great. Just because he came from the Patriots organization, he's going to get a shot at the New York Giants. Great for him. You know, he's already, I, he made a good hire already, I saw. Did he make a good hire? I'm not sure. Um, mm. I can't think of a name, but he made a good hire. Listen, you know, great. You know, That's the Giants, an East Coach baloney. We don't care about them. You know, I, I wonder, does he go for a new quarterback in the draft? You know, does he love Daniels right now? But, you know, honestly, I can give, I can care less about the Giants. You know, I like Saquon. Name someone else. That's where I'm at. Uh, Danny Dimes, bro. That's why I mentioned him, but you get my point. Okay, no, but real quick, what I want to say real, really fast about the Patriots and their Bill Belichick coaching tree. Can we all acknowledge that they, he has had a very piss poor coaching tree, right? Vrabel. Vrabel is the, one of the only... Bill, Vrabel and Bill <laughs> O'Brien. Jim oh. Schwartz for the Detroit Lions. He lasted four years. Horrible. Nick Saban lasted one year in Miami. Eric Mangini lasted two years in Cleveland. Joshua Daniels, one year in Denver. Uh, Romeo Cornell lasted two years on the Browns. Like He has a very bad coaching tree. You know who has a really good coaching tree? Andy Reid. Let me just rail off some names that this guy had real quick. He's a quarterback whisperer. I love Andy Reid. Me too. Okay, Ron Rivera, who just got hired by the Washington Redskins. I mean, I don't know. That's a great hire. That's a great hire, but really, man, you go to the Redskins, you could have any job you wanted. Like, he's a great coach. Where is he going to go? Where would you rather him see? The Cowboys? Cowboys. Really? Yeah. I like that, too. But <laughs> you, you, looked like, you sounded like you were no. disagreeing. <laughs> I feel you, but... It's good for the Redskins, bro. Honestly, the Redskins, you know, you know, I don't love Haskins yet, but the Redskins are, in my opinion, on the rise. Yeah, I, I mean, like they can't their, go any lower. Yeah, I know. God damn it, you're right. But, like, I thought this was a great hire. I think Carolina made it absolutely, like, that's, that's a joke for them to let him go. Did you see some of the re- reasons? I know it's a side note. Did you see some of the reasons? No. One of the reasons, and I, I, this was the weirdest thing, is that he brought his wife and daughter around too much. That's weird. And literally, he says, like, I did that so we create a family environment. Like, yeah. I have my family around. Bring your family around because this is family. You know, this is how we are. And he said something along the lines of, like, I wanted to show my my employees or team, whatever, my teammates. I, I, how do you call that? Like, your 
My players? Yeah, my players. Sorry, I couldn't. I couldn't think of it. I want to show my players how to treat buster. how to treat your wife and daughter. You know? Yeah. See, see, like, that exactly. Was so and it wasn't some crusty old white guy. This no, is a minority dude. coach. Dude. This is a minority coach. That he's why. a man's man that people respect. Like, dude. I want. I like. And that. not just Going that. This guy that, brought him to a Super Bowl. Like, this guy's exactly. a res- very respectable. And and keep in mind, they fired him because what? Cam was out all year. You know, like that's absurd. So, I think it was. I think it was pretty mutual, honestly. Maybe I think Carolina got new ownership. Sorry, I think Carolina got new ownership, and I think Ron Rivera, and they were like, you know what, it's time. It's been you, there about eight why? years. I don't know. Quick, do you think that minority coaches get a very short leash in the NFL? Yes, I mean history would say so. Absolutely. Yeah. It like absurd. literally like Stephen A was bitching about like that no other minority coach was even hired because or not even looked at for the New York job, and it's like. You know, it's kind of hard to disagree, but like, who are the other coaches? I can't yeah, name Lewis. them. Marvin Lewis. No one wants. No, I don't want Marvin. Lewis. But I'm just. But you're. But to answer your question, I agree with that. There are only three black coaches in the NFL right now. Anthony Lynch, shout out Chargers. Yep. He ain't losing his job. Mike, Mike Tomlin, Tomlin ain't is, losing his job. Mike Tomlin might win Coach of the Year this year. If he would have made the playoffs, he would have. I thought so too. But who else? Name someone else. Does Mike Vrabel? Does Mike Vrabel Loki have one? Yeah, he definitely yeah, could. But I could. think John Harbaugh is going to take it. Oh, that's a good call. You know what I mean? But well, I think Sean Payton would have too because he had five and zero with a back. But you still could put you could still put. Uh, who I'm sorry. Was Steelers coach? We were just Mike Tomlin. Tomlin. Mike Tomlin. I'm so sorry. I literally mentioned him. I love Mike Tomlin. He's a great coach. Oh, but yeah. no, you're absolutely right, Dan. I think they do have a short leash, and there's not even too much, which is you know it's frustrating, and because like there's no reason to. And, and the other black coach is the Miami coach, Todd. Uh, no, no, Mike no, Flores. Mike Flores. Mike yeah, Flores. here's to, the thing, and I want you to think about this and ponder it. And maybe, okay, maybe you haven't. Yeah, ponder it, Travis. I'm going to ponder so Listen, hard. Listen, before the criteria to become the to become an NFL head coach was to be an offensive or a defensive coordinator. How many offensive coordinators in the NFL are black? Zero. Right now, or defensive though? No, offensive coordinators but is defensive. the hot thing right now. You want to hire a really hot young offensive coordinator? There are zero. And but what about zero defensive? The last five what about years. defensive? Defensive, I'm sure. Weird. I don't there's, know there's, a, there's a handful, I think. I think that's but better, though. now they're going off of, like, special teams, receiver, or I want to grab the college guy. Like, they change up the criteria because, I, in my opinion, they're not trying to have these NFL guys be minority. I don't know why. I just I feel that way. I really do. I, I don't think it's specifically based around, I don't like, think it's specific, I don't think owners are like, either. I don't want a minority. I think owners I are like, so. I want to get a really young, really brilliant I offensive think tra- guy. And I think... That reflects more on these uh, Cliff Kingsbury, the Rhett, the Rhett Rule, the guy that got the job in. Um, it started with the Carolina. Rams. Carolina. It started the with the Rams coach. I like I that think, coach, though. I, I like him, too. I don't think that. I think NF, the hot trend right now is guys who are Sean McVay, re, you know. It yeah, started with Sean. Retrends, course. right? And it's just the last few years. Ah, it's been, Speak, uh, speaking of the Carolina coach, what do you think of, like, you know, like, that's the next one on our list. It's like, what do you think it. about the Matt Rule? Matt like, Rule. That, yeah, he's just, it's kind of weird, hard to say, isn't it? Matt Rule. Matt yeah, with Rule. an H in there. I think I probably know a little bit more about him. I, I don't, don't know. I don't much. know. I just much. know that he's a guy who goes and turns programs over in a year. Yeah. And so he, he did that at Penn State and Baylor. Else? Temple. I think Baylor, he, he, he turned there. around Temple. He turned Baylor was kind of like one of those like laughing the stocks. Yeah, yeah, I love the hire, but it was it was still a head scratcher that they even got rid of um, Ron Rivera. Ron Rivera. I just, honestly, but Daniel I think, said a good point. Like I think it was mutual. So that no, I said that, that okay. Well, like no, no, that made that made a lot of sense to me because like listen, they they had a great run. And so, like, you know, he still is at his coaching He's peak. been there since 08. He's, sometimes so, it gets stale. I, I mean, I understood it. What I don't get is the next one. 
You don't like the Cowboys, Mike McCarthy? No, not at all, bro. I don't like that hire whatsoever. I don't think it's. I think it's really safe. That's I why I don't like it. No, like, but like, if you could get Rhett Rule or Matt, God, Matt Rule, I would have done that. You I think I or wouldn't. I would have honestly. These other two guys being Ron Rivera and and Rhett and God, Ron Rivera and and Matt Rule. I He's think struggling. With I'm that. really struggling. Would have been better. I wouldn't have wanted Josh McDaniels. I think, you know, now that I think about it, there's like eight dudes they could have gotten. I would have loved Urban Meyer. You could have went. Urban yeah. Meyer. You could have got Lincoln Riley. You couldn't convince him to leave Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. I think so. Mm-hmm. You could have gotten Lincoln Riley. You could have gotten um, Red Rule. I think you could have gotten. You hit, it on the nail. you hit the head on the nail with but saying it was safe. It's safe. And you know what? I don't know. The Cowboys have a lot of immaturity on their team right now. The whole Zeke situation. Dak is a man's man other than him. I don't know. And honestly, a guy who's established, a guy who comes in and he's going to tell you what he wants and he's going to listen to what you want and they're going to collaborate. We'll see. We'll see. Wait, I want. I really want to know what JR's thoughts on this. I'll, I'll hit him up on his thoughts on this. But I'm not. I'm not mad about it. What are you I don't. Saying? I don't love it. I think, like Travis said, you know, it's not. You know, it's not the Giants. Like the Giants can afford because they have not a ton of talent right now. Let me go ahead and grab a nobody. Yeah, but the Patriots. What, what was the worst thing on the Patriots? The wide receivers. No, I know. And then we're gonna hire that guy. I know. And, but I'm just saying. I'm just saying the Giants can do. The Giants could do whatever. Like, okay, we're gonna toss Joe Judge after a year because he sucked because they don't have talent anyways. The Cowboys do have a tremendous amount gonna, of talent uh, they, from from offensive side, defensive side. They have a sick amount of linebackers. Like. They got talent everywhere on the roster, so they got to go save They got to establish. He's got a you Super know? Bowl. So, he's got a Super Bowl. He helped with Aaron Rodgers throughout his career to make him as what he is. I mean, I'm not saying he made him, but he's obviously. They helped him. They hate each other. They At the end, though. I think it was another one of those stale situations. You see what Aaron said I, about him, by the way? Aaron Rodgers? Yeah. About. They asked, like, some reporter asked him, was like, what do you think about the McCarthy hire? He's like, that's great if you want to win seven wins. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit. I wasn't. Yeah, let me complete my thoughts real quick. Not, no, not, not throwing shade. No, 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 I wasn't. <laughs> so, well, like, rap. oh, just rap. kidding. I'm just kidding. Mike McCarthy, you know, respectable for the Cowboys. I think they would have picked up Ron Rivera if he wouldn't have gone so quick to the Redskins. And the Redskins kind of felt like, okay, this is best case scenario for us. Let me, this is forcing my hand. So Mike McCarthy, you know, that's the second best pick they could have gone with the Cowboys. They have to pick a safe hire. They have the talent there. You know, the thing that I'm concerned with is like Mike McCarthy is responsible for shitting on Aaron Rodgers' career, like one of the greatest of all time, you know, quarterbacks. And he won well, one Super up Bowl. his prime in the last few Don't years. Don't say the F But however... Their GM also didn't do them any favors with bringing any sort of talent aside from Aaron Rodgers. You know, the so, last the last several years together, it was just it was it was a poisonous. Yeah, it was rough. So they they, they weren't a good match. I mean, it started off great. Yeah, it's all, right, all gonna, situational. We're gonna end this on who the Browns. Like, what are your what are your thoughts on the Browns? You know, we've obviously well documented on this podcast on how much we don't like Freddie Kitchens. So on my. My, what are your guys' thoughts on the Browns? You know what I mean? They had a very underwhelming season. You know, the sophomore slump was real for Baker. Their wide receivers never came to, you know, what we thought they were going to be. Uh, Jarvis still hit over 1,000 yards, which I thought was actually pretty impressive. But there was, like, over 10 games that OBJ had over or under 100 yards, sometimes under 80 each game. So what? who, who do you think is going to turn the Browns around? See, where I think the best fit, Mike McCarthy should have been there. He's a mature man. He's organized. He's smart. 
I think he could have really helped establish a foundation on that organization because that's what they need. And you know who I think they're going to try to go after, which would be a horrible fit, is Joshua Daniels. He's just another kid. He's an emotional guy. He's not going to bring discipline. Yeah, he's an offensive smarty pants and all that stuff, but you need a man. You need a Ron Rivera. You need a Mike McCarthy. And I think they're screwed. I think they are screwed. They're going to end up hiring a Joe Judge, some random ass teams, special teams coach or something stupid, who I think they should hire, Eric Bienemy. Do you know who that is? Sure don't. He is the quarter. He is the offensive court, Eric Bienemy. He is the offensive coordinator of the Chiefs. He is an Andy Reid disciple. I understand that Andy Reid calls the plays, but Andy Reid always pumps out really solid assistant coaches. I mean, Doug Peterson won a title with the Eagles. You know. Now I know why you were lining it up that way, huh? John Harbaugh. Yeah, it was. John Harbaugh won a title. He was under Philadelphia under Andy Reid. He won a title with the Ravens. All I'm saying is Eric Bieniemy would have been a great fit in Dallas. He would have been a great fit in Carolina. He is a very, very smart dude who just had some trouble issues in the past which caused him to not be as you know and he's a he's black so that would have been a minority coach you could have hired i think the browns are gonna brown and they're gonna pick i think they're gonna get the enemy they're gonna get mcdaniels God, no i don't think mcdaniels want to go there i i'm just letting you know what i think i'm just letting Do you, you think know. josh would take that job with that like he he might look at that and think of it pretty enticing with the amount of like you know offensive weapons that he has keep in mind so that's that why. they offered him the colts job and he almost took it and then he bought he balked on it with i think the, i there. think the only reason I, I the only reason that mcdaniels will not take that job is if tom brady comes back if tom brady comes back he's gonna say screw it, i'm gonna stay with the patriots for a couple more years and then when tom's gone then yeah i'm gonna run it to whoever whoever wants me who's gonna pay me the most money but if Tom leaves somehow, I guess this is my take. If like if Tom leaves, then yeah, I think he takes the Brown jobs. I don't think that's going to be his ultimate deciding factor as much as I just convinced everyone that it was going to be. But I think some, I think the Browns are going to Browns think of it as a hot hire. You know, Baker, he's going to you know say the right things to Baker. He's going to take the job. It absolutely is his job to lose. So I understand what you're saying, Daniel. That you already turned down Andrew Luck and the Colts. Yeah. Um, but. I think the Browns are going to, you know, offer him that he, he can't refuse, or I hope he does, just so they make headlines, just so they can, you know, do shitty again. I don't know. I just, I hate the Browns. Who do you I hate that organization. I don't know who I think they're going to pick. I have no idea. I think it'll be another the Browns are Joe Judge 2.0. What I would like to see, what I lo- would like to see would be Urban Meyer. Dude, Urban Meyer wouldn't take that I know, I know, dollars. I know, and I, and I know that that wouldn't be the case. I would just like to see that because, you know, you got a lot of college legends on that team that I think highly respect Urban Meyer. And I just think a couple dirty guys, Urban Meyer would add into the mix and it would just he's be a, an interesting mix. He's up. a tough guy. He's going to bring a little discipline where they don't totally have. would, you know, so I would like to see them get Urban Meyer. That's not going to happen. I, it's just, you know, for my entertainment. We're going to take a little break here, halftime, um, and then we'll get into the NBA and some other fun and games. We're also gonna do, we're also going to do our drawing for the... That was a drum roll. I know. Thanks, guys. Uh, we're going to do our drawing for the t-shirt for everybody that you know retweeted, liked, and shared our, our, our We had story so many of you guys. <laughs> All right. We're taking <laughs> yeah. a break. We'll be right, right back. See you in a sec. All right, friends. 
little Biggie for your ears. Everybody loves some Biggie. Little Biggie Smalls. Hey, baby. If you're feeling tall. Yeah, good one. I don't know. Yeah. All right. So now we're getting into the sports of post Christmas, right? NBA. The Nimba. The Nimba. A lot of lot of cool things going on. Obviously, trade deadline coming up real soon. You know, how's everybody looking in the NBA? What's the picture looking like? The West um, is looking like the West again, but like you know, you got some teams in the East that are like scary. But the only team, in my opinion, that's worth looking at is the Bucks. You know, I feel like we all three can agree with that. Is like the Bucks are the best team. Damn near in the NBA next to the you know the Lakers in terms of record. But the West, you know, the West is, you know, it's seemingly so every year. It seems like whoever comes out of the West is going to win it. I know last year, you know, the Raptors were kind of like a, you know, the, you know, having Kawhi, having a great, you know, team around them, Siakam, everything that came out of the East. But really, it's it's Giannis and then everyone else in the East. In the West, it's a toss-up, bro. They got a lot. There's a lot of talent in the West. Yeah, I think uh, two through six is kind of a jump up. They're all kind of within two games of each other, that being the... Nuggets, the Clippers, the Rockets, the uh, Utah Jazz, and the Mavs. the Mavs. They're all kind of jumbled up there, two through six. And then the AC, the Spurs are like 15 and 19 right now. Yeah. And they're coming up. They're coming up. They're coming and, up, but a lot and of other OKC. teams could. OKC. OKC, OKC is has, a seven right now. They're like 21 and 15. Isn't that wild? That's you know, weird. They did, there was a thing I saw That's that really says cool. at the 35 game or like, you know, wherever we're at right now. Um, we're at 38, no, whatever, 38 games or whatever afterwards. Um. OKC only has three win differential from where they were last year with Russ and PG. Eesh. And that and that's a credit to their coaching staff, uh, Shea Gallagher. Shea Gildress. Gildress, I'm sorry, thank you. Um, and then also Chris Paul. You know, Chris Paul's looked of old. Um, you know, we've all really liked Steven Adams. You know, he, you know, he's proven that he doesn't need Russ. His numbers weren't as crazy when he had Russ. But, you know, that team's winning games. And they got a boatload of picks yeah they, so that team is going to be scary they kind of came off as like one of those teams that's going to be a seller throughout the year they're going to try to dump steven adams and chris paul and their talent and you'll kind of rebuild and start over but i mean they're really making a hard push they're got a solid seven seat they're like four or five games over the spurs at eight and i think they're they're gonna make the playoffs yeah and that's kind of wild because no one anticipated that i mean it's kind of hard to count chris paul out because he always makes a lot of his players around him better i'm not a huge chris paul fan in general just his career, but it's kind of hard to deny how you know the talent that he is. But in the West, you know, the Mavs look crazy. I love Luca, he has a nine 30 point triple doubles, the rest of the NBA, eight. He's leading the league in triple doubles right behind Bron Bron. Uh, this dude's unreal. He's been hurt for a little bit of the season, but he come he came back just, just as hot. You know, the Mavs are fun to watch, man. They're 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 gonna be a team that is gonna be crazy for the next 10 years. Like, Luca is that generational talent that we're seeing like a Baron or Kobe. And it's kind of funny to put him in that category after two, two years. But you know, Jerry West even said that he might be the best mass player ever. And he's in his second year, not even finishes in his second year. And he's saying that over Dirk who won a ship there, who has, uh, I think he has the six most points ever. If I'm not, he's mistaken. up there for sure. And then like, he has the most international points ever. So, you know, this is, he's talking about, you know, Jerry West, the greatest GM ever period. And he's the one saying this. So, you know, it's it's wild. The West is, no pun intended, the wild, wild West, man. You know, you got everybody in the West that's, you know, some, they got somebody. They got all, they got, not only got superstars, they got all stars on top of their superstars. Everyone's dangerous. It's fun. You know, you talk about the West being, there's a handful of contenders versus the East, and you only are scared about the Bucks, you two. Um, 
I mean, I personally think that the Sixers are very nice, and I think that they could be potentially one trade away from being extremely nice. You know, for example, I saw today on Sideline Sources an Instagram plug, shout out, that maybe they trade Ben Simmons for D'Lo, you know, to get a little stretch and to have another shooter on their side. That might be pretty dangerous. Obviously, I don't know if I would do that because I like Ben Simmons and his game. You know, he's he, he don't shoot the three, but... Um, you know, you probably have some comments on that and we'll let you guys get I there. have some comments on that just right off the bat. Okay. It's like I don't like that trade only because like the Sixers, that fan base loves loves Ben, ben Simmons. <clears throat> and you know, he was an all-star last year. Yeah, he doesn't stretch stretch the floor, but he's a triple uh double threat. He leads the league in steals. You know what I mean? You know, he is still, you know, a six nine point guard. Uh, but Joel saying that like he isn't able to operate. There's a there's a quote that he had. He's like, I'm not able to operate the way I want to because they're doubling me in a post and we don't have a threat outside. Mm. Losing JJ Redick was a lot bigger than they oh anticipated. My God. Huge. And also, and you know, and being that Ben Simmons' outside shot hasn't developed is it's coming to he- coming to an head. And so like that's why I'm I am kind of con- counting the Sixers out. I love Joel Embiid. You know they have their defense is still top five. Uh, you know they're they're long and you know athletic all around on defense, but when you can't stretch like that and have that threat, it it does clog up the lanes. And against teams that are going to be playing, you know, doubling Joel and you know daring you, you're going to need that guy. And Ben Simmons isn't that guy on, 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 to stretch the floor. Yeah, yeah, Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid are too mirrored of each other. They're, you know, you can find ways around to win regular season games, especially in the East. But I think once playoff time comes around, they're not going to be able to work on the floor together. Ben Simmons forces Joel outside, and Joel forces Ben outside. You trade him high. I would trade. I would have traded Ben last year. I thought they should have traded him for Chris Paul. I think that would have been a better fit. Okay. So I don't think My, they, I don't think they stand a chance against the Bucks. I don't think they Philadelphia trade him, or Denver. Can I pick neither? Yeah. Right. Is that an option? If I had to pick second though, seed in the West I would, I would, or the I would, fifth I think seed in Joel the East, Joel Embiid is eons better than Jokic. I have not okay. been a fan of him. I don't think so it's you're taking eons, the five seed in the East I'm over taking, the two seed in the West. Yep, I'm taking, oh, we're talking about the West no, being way no, better. Philly's, Philly's a top four Philly's They're a top five. four seed. Are you sure? You got it up yeah. in front of you? Yeah, yeah I have it up in front of me. So, so you got the five seed in the East over the set, over the two seed in the West. Do you have Toronto or Denver? Who's the four seed? Dude, I'd like Denver. I know Travis is kind of like... I don't. I me like, too. The I reason okay, I... But, the Sorry, reason. but the Clippers, I'll take over both those teams, and I'll take Utah over both those teams, and hell, I'll take the Rockets over both those teams. You know what I'm saying? It's valid. Maybe. So I don't like, I know what you're doing, but I don't know. You're just using the Denver Clippers. because they're the sorriest of the West. <laughs> yeah, I know, but they're two seed, though, at the same time. But you they're guys are like, they were one six. seed last year. Listen, yeah, I mean, Jokic scored, like, Joe, when Jokic comes into his own, he quietly, he is the poorest superstar, but he is a superstar. He can't yeah. play a lick of defense. Nope. But his offense is unreal in passing. Yeah. He doesn't know how to dunk, which is hilarious. <laughs> but like this score, this guy scored twenty one points in a quarter like tonight. I think he scored twenty one, like a career high forty five or something like that. You know what I mean? Night? So when he goes into his own, like in you know he's hit clutch shot after clutch shot. Listen, he's an awkward superstar. He not only is he butt ass ugly, is you know he makes these weird ass shots without having to go to the rim. He has a decent touch, but then he'll have off games, and so he can't rely on his defense with those off games. But they do got shooters around them. You know, Jamal Murray, as much as I hate him, he's a solid player. But they're a weak-ass number two seed. And it's funny yeah. that they're a number two seed just because they win these wild wild card, or not wild card games, but, like, you know, come that come down to the wire is what I meant to say. They just try their ass off all regular they're, season. They're, they're the Suns. They're a regular season team that's never going to win a title. It's just, it's it, it, I don't know. Okay. 
But Fair you're, enough. You're, I was just trying to create some havoc. And I, I just pooped on that. Can you respect I? it? No, yeah. You could have been like, well, you, but know, you, you could have. Hey, but you did mention some teams we need to talk about. You know, the Clippers. The Clippers just, they gave up over, uh, they gave up 140. 140 no, yeah, 142, 145? Jesus. No, no, the, the Clippers scored 145. Oh, to Memphis? Are you talking about the Knicks game? Oh, I was just mentioning, like, no, they, they lost to Memphis by 30 plus, mm-hmm. which is, Memphis is like 14 and 24. They nice, or some. Though. And but they you know they put up one forty against the Clippers and then the next game they played the Knicks oh great I could rebound against the Knicks no the Knicks scored one one thirty three on them and they won that game one thirty five to one thirty and everyone's blowing them because you know Her- or Harold dropped thirty Lou dropped thirty and PG dropped thirty great all three of your guys dropped thirty and you won by two to against the Knicks we played the Knicks and we beat them by thirty great uh, you know I know the Lakers are zero two against the Clippers but like. There's just, there's some circumstances that pay a lot of homage to that. I'm sure, but still, like that's not like Harold. I kind of like what Harold said. Harold said in interviews like we're not as good as we think we are, and we you know everyone keeps saying like we're a good team. We're just we're not there yet. Well, we need to start figuring it out. And they're right. And I like and you know I, I it's weird because I like a lot of the Clippers players. I just don't like you know what you know everyone the media is trying to do against Lakers Clippers, and I understand it, but mm-hmm. I, it's a frustrating to me. But you know. It, it needs to be, I don't know, the Clippers are a good team. Uh, they they will find their groove. Uh, they are the number two team in the West behind the Lakers, and I truly think that the Lakers are still above them, even though they're 0-2 against them. We're just too deep in terms of you know shot blockers. We need Darren Collison, absolutely. I don't think Rondo deserves any minutes the way he's been playing. He's averaging like three points and three assists and also like five turnovers. He's frustrating. But we still find a way to win. You know, Anthony Davis going down. Thank God that he's not really hurt. But, you know, the Lakers just have too much. And they don't want to see us in a seven-game series. It's funny. I mean, look, the Lakers are 20-0 and or 21-0 and against, 20-0 no. against teams under 500. So that's really good. Like, we're beating up on the bad teams. But 20-0 and out of 29 of our wins, you know. So 30. not we have 30. out of thirty we're of our seven. wins. So we're ten and seven against teams over five hundred. Ten and seven of teams over five hundred. So barely over five hundred against teams it's over five hundred. It's kind of funny though. Would you rather trade a few of those under five hundred wins for a few of those over five hundred wins? Yes. Because like you can With give a good LeBron's, excuse for the for the for the bad teams, right? Like oh yeah. they fell asleep for a couple yes. games. Yes. You know what I mean? Yep. Whereas like okay, you guys really struggle against good teams. And 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 here's the other thing that I don't know if you guys have thought you about. Can't make that trade though. To be honest with you. I, I would like would. to. No, I'm saying you. I would, but you couldn't because you still got to beat those good teams. And like, yeah, they have beat all the bad teams. Well, I mean, obviously, you can't trade the wins. I, I I know that, but I'm just saying, like, yeah, I would love to trade that. But like, listen, like, sometimes the better team, you know, got us that night. And but you know, I love that they're beating the teams that we need to beat. And like, you can't say that about every team right now. You know, like we just said, the Clippers lost to some bad teams. The Raptors lost to some bad teams. Even you know the Bucks have lost to a couple. They lost to the Spurs as first team, but yeah, first Spurs was the first team under five hundred. The Bucks lost too. They're the only other team competing us. Well. I mean, a sign of a really good team is beaten up on the bad team. Sure, definitely. But I don't know if you, you guys probably already know this, but a lot of those games that we've been winning against some of the decent teams have been off the back end of a back-to-back against first them playing the Clippers, and then they play the Lakers on back-to-backs. Keep in mind, have you noticed that? I have. have. No, I have. Me too, and that's a little bit scary, you know? And it's like, oh, man, cool, we got a fucking sweet win. They're playing a back-to-back game. That's a a chore in itself, you know? What do you guys think about that? It doesn't get enough praise, 
honestly, it's like, yeah, the Lakers got a lot of praise, but it seems like everyone on the media is trying to tear him down somehow. They're trying to find some type of weakness, which is, in my mind, is laughable. It, it, it warms my heart because when the Lakers were always good, they hated on Kobe. They hated on Shaq. They hated on us for something, and they're hating on us again, and I love it. You know what I mean? Like, when you're good, they find some reason to hate you. The only team that they do, don't do that against is the Bucks. And it's because John's just so likable. And, you know, obviously just being in L.A., LeBron, A.D., and all that, there's going to be a microscope underneath you or over you. And But it's it's comical to me, and I love it that we're, the whole league is hating on us. I, I follow Twitter. Everyone's just, like, you know, they're overblowing Caruso, you know, that meme and all that stuff. They're just blowing it up. But it's laughable because, like, you know, they love you. Now you're doing good. They hate you. Yeah, it's definitely one of those the Lakers spotlight as soon as they do good they'll try to find little nooks and crannies to give you a hard time for to get clickbait whereas the Bucks are you know off in Milwaukee goofing off you know they're great and all but like no one's sitting there picking apart their team and it's fair enough but I don't know like going back to the whole playoffs in the West I I, I don't think Denver is worth a crap I don't think they're going to compete Utah no same thing I don't think that the Oklahoma City obviously are going to do anything but I do think that the Rockets I, they, I know they've kind of crapped the bed in the playoffs forever, but I, I'd be, I'm a little nervous if we play them. I am. You know what I mean? I don't think it'll be a, a tough series, but I think something could happen where they might grab a game or two and actually make it competitive. Mm. Um, but mostly, I'm only, worried about, I'm only worried about the Clippers when it comes to playoff time, if in, everybody's healthy. And the Bucks, maybe, or not? Well, that's more of finals time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, I mean, when start through the West, yeah, the Bucks. I'm more worried about the Clippers than the Bucks. I know that we lost to the Bucks in milwaukee that march 21st game i think it is is going to be a fun one hopefully that we're actually competing for something at that time but i'm at that game but hopefully we're not competing for something at that time at the same time you know what i mean yeah i just hope it all comes together well and i hope we stay healthy ad get well soon but yeah dallas is also i think they're a year or two away i don't think they're gonna make much noise in the playoffs kind of like that kd and russell westbrook team you know back when they were the eight seed and the lakers beat them in six and there's like they kind of came up that was their first year in the playoffs Mm -hmm. I think that'll be the Dallas this year. I think they'll compete good, but I don't think they're going to win more than maybe one round. Yeah. The one team I hate to watch, and it sucks because, like, I know Daniel loves them so much, but I hate the Rockets, man. I, I like, don't love them so well, you, like, you know, you always talk up, you always defend James Harden every time me oh, and Travis yeah. talk about yeah. you, you. That's what I was getting to. You always defend James Harden, which I understand why, you know, his craftiness, you know, he's putting up scoring numbers. You know, he's number one in a lot of categories in terms of, like, uh, three points made, free throws. Minutes played, scoring, he's averaging like 37 or 38, which is a historic mark. And I understand that, but I hate his game. And if you ever watch a Rocky game, you'll watch it and be bored and want to change the channel. Because, for example, tonight, James Harden dropped 41, and you and they won by like four. And you look at that, you're like, oh, James Harden dropped 41. Oh, my God, I want to watch that game. That dude went 9 of 38. Mm, that's horrible. 9 of 38. Eight. That means he shot like twenty six percent, and he kept shooting. And like, listen, I've watched Kobe games where he's you know shot himself out of slumps, but to go nine of thirty eight and just like he's you know damn well I didn't watch the game, but I know he was just looking for his fouls. You know he dropped forty one, so you know he did get a lot of those foul shots, and they won, which is even more frustrating. But it's like it was against the Hawks though, like the Hawks, the Hawks, and you barely beat them. You know what I mean? So it's like no one is scared of the Rockets. And Steve Nate tried to say some things saying that, like, oh, everyone's in the organization saying they're not scared of Lakers. <clears throat> is anyone going to come out and say that they're scared of a team? No. 
No one's ever gonna say like, oh, yeah, oh man, oh man. I'll, hopefully, you don't have to play the Lakers. Oh, I'm gonna not. Sh- I was like, I hope I, I'm gonna try really hard because they're Lakers. Yeah, obviously, Stephen A. but just puts out stupid stuff. I know, but you know, it's just it's frustrating. And like, in even him coming out and saying today, saying that uh, someone on the Clippers organization heard him say that he told uh, Kawhi told LeBron to hey keep guarding me. You're scared to guard me. Why doesn't go tell LeBron to guard me because he's scared? Even Lou will quoted that on Twitter and said he captained, meaning that he's lying about that. That's like, that is fabricated. And it's frustrating. That was like the whole media is like, I know remember the media would try to create LeBron versus Kobe and it never came because listen, they respect each other. Everyone like they like each other. And like, that's not what they want to see because they're used to the nineties or eighties when everyone would talk some shit and everything. Listen, like everyone will talk to shit in their own way. And Kawhi is not that kind of like shit talker. So that is obvious lie to me. And it's frustrating. But anyways, like, the West is clear ways better than the East. The East do got some scary teams. This, you know, the uh, Sixers, the Raptors, the Celtics. But the only one that you're truly scared about, like, when you have to see them in the finals, is going to be the Bucks. And we'll see if, the you know, the Bucks put it all together. Because I think they do. They need something else. And I don't know what it is. But they're they usually... They needed uh, Boyan... Uh... The guy that let go to Bodanovich or whatever? No, no, the guy that let to go to Indiana. Who am I talking about? Oh, Bor- Goran Bogdan. Brogdon. Oh, Brogdon. Malcolm oh, I love, Brogdon. They I love him. Brogdon. Oh, I don't know why. They, he did, he wanted to stay, too. He was a restricted free agent. They just didn't want to pay him. But I know. Indiana and they paid him an arm and a leg, though. That's yeah. No, they didn't. They didn't. I think they underpaid Pretty, for him. No. It was like no, no, 84 they, mil. But like off a but contract. the Bucks can't afford eighty four mil. Dude. Yeah, not after so. signing to uh, Chris Middleton to a max deal. Yeah, yeah. Chris and, and Giannis, and then they got freaking Brooke and Robin and everybody. Yeah, they know? got some guys, and I, I and think that's mainly they, dude. Who cares? Go over the cap. He's an in house guy. You need to win now. You're really gonna sit there and pinch pennies? I don't, yeah, they shouldn't have done that. I don't know that they could have without. Yeah, he's I an in house guy. You can you can go over the cap for your own dude all t- all day. But maybe Milwaukee's thinking, hey, we're a small franchise. We can't afford it. I feel you. They, they, they dropped the, the ball. guy who owns Milwaukee is a billionaire. He can afford it. Of course, they all are, right? But um, that kind of gets us toward the trade deadline, guys moving around, stuff like that. A big hot topic right now is Kyle Kuzma potentially being on the market. Is there somebody? I know there's little rumors about the Kings Bogdanovich, speaking of the guy that I was trying to say. Do you guys think that would be a good trade? Are you kind of into that? I'm kind of I'm kind of indifferent about it. Uh, I think he would be somewhat of an upgrade because he creates offense. And Kuzma doesn't necessarily create offense too much. Uh, yeah, he'll, you know, you know, his handles has been like they say he's good, but I've watched him. You know, we mentioned earlier like Kuzma turns it over a lot when he tries to like create for his own and then loses the handle. Uh, I I think it would be an upgrade. However, just you know, Kuzma has another year on his deal. You know, he's really cheap. He's young. He's twenty four. We're still developing. Rich Paul and uh. Our GM still loves him. They, you know, he's a firm believer in him. Even LeBron just came out and said he's a firm believer in him. Listen, I, I, I want to keep Kuz. I, I initially, like a couple of days ago, I was like, let me hear everything. And if the Kings are going to offer De'Aaron Fox somehow for oh. some reason, I saw this. I'm dead serious. <laughs> I saw people were saying stuff like that, but obviously that'd be one I'd want to take because that fits a big would, need. That, yeah, they I would not take, do they're that. not going they to though. They're not going to. Yeah, but I like that we're asking a lot. Because we rightfully so. And because we're asking so a lot, I don't think anything gets done with Kuzma. I think we're going to hold on to him. Uh, the one thing that I hope we do it has nothing to do with trade deadline, or I guess it does after trade deadline, is I hope we get Collison. I think that would be a perfect fit. Uh, he's a great pick and roll player. He can score on his own, too. He averaged 12 points before he weirdly retired at age 30. 
Uh, I hope he comes back, and I hope he, he chooses the Lakers. Yeah, he's a career 42% three-point shooter. He led the league in shooting percentage, I think, two years ago, maybe three years ago. He's definitely a playmaker that we need, a guy that could take Rondo's spot and, you know, give him those minutes. Hell, we can even cut Rondo to make the space on the team for him. I would love to cut Rondo. Yeah, ideal. Yeah, Darren Collison would be a big-time guy, but I honestly wouldn't be mad about Kuzma for Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich is a clutch three-point shooter. And you, like you said, Kuzma's 24. He's going to be 25 here in a couple, you know, like less than a month. Mm-hmm. He's 25. He's not 23. So a year less than AD, you know. He's like, a year younger than Anthony Davis. Like, yeah, if it's not crazy. together, I don't know. Like, if Brandon Ingram is 22 right now, if they were switched ages, I would be like, okay, give it a little bit more time. But we're in win now, man. This is it. And, like, you could take a guy who's a decent defender who could stretch the floor like Bogdanovich, you know, hit, you know, knows how to fit into a team. I'll take that all day. And, I, re- I honestly, I would because I'm not. W- Another it. trade I saw, and I don't know if it would come, is for Jay Crowder. And I don't he, love he didn't work that. with it in Cleveland. I don't like that at all. That's yeah, where I was about to say. It's like, I remember him, but like, he had that really good game against the Clippers recently where, you know, he had like four steals, four blocks, 30 points. You know, that was a career game kind of for him. Uh, that it would be a little bit of a stretch. I would need to ask for a lot more than Jay Crowder, but I didn't. I did not like that. I was also, I was like, you know, like Jay Crowder kind of knows his spot. Uh, Kuzma watching him, you know, he scored some late points in like in the last game. And he had like, I think he finished with like 14 or 16. Mm-hmm. 16. Yeah. yeah, he had 16. He, he, he got, that was kind of garbage time though, you know. Exactly. Exactly so. my point. But uh, at the same time, you know, we've been like keeping games close where we've had uh, nobody scoring in those games. So the fact that he scored, you know, late nine points, even if it, it was garbage time, it's still cape. I still kept, excuse me, still kept it a thirty-point game, so that was you know refreshing to see him. You know, other you know, it seems like the Knicks just said screw it anyway. But I don't know. I think at the, I think I think the Lakers. What I think is going to happen. I think they keep Kuzma. You know what I mean? I think that we try to we put our all our, our eggs in a basket trying to get Carlson, but I think we keep Kuzma. Daniel, you haven't touched on this yet. What do you think that the Lakers should do with Kuz? Kind of very similar to you guys. I think the good thing about... Well, we disagree. <laughs> he wanted to hold on to him. I wanted to dump him. Yeah, not necessarily. I think you guys wanted to hold on to him if the price was wrong. If the price was right, we would we would dump him, right? Like, what's, the so, price, what's the right price Is Bogdanovich the price is right? The right price? Um, <laughs> not. I'm not going to be like, oh, hell yeah, we came up on that. I might feel okay about it just because, yes, LeBron's window is extremely small at this point, you know, so... You might have to just do it, and that sucks. Like, I wouldn't be pumped about that. Like, I'm, I lean towards Aaron on that situation. You know, if we're going to trade him for Iggy, then I'm feeling real good about that, you know. I think it, I think you would do that, but at the same time, it's like, let's try and just come up on Collison first right now, see what's going on with that, check that. If we can't do anything, then you might force our hand and we have to get Kuzma, you know. So that's how I feel. Um Kuzma's not arising well to the pressure of the trade talks. Like in this game, in the first two quarters, he just bricked the shit out of two, three shots where I'm like, this dude right here is is a little bit terrified, you know? So yes, we all can agree after they're up 30 points at the back end of the fourth quarter last night, he did well. Like anyone's gonna do okay at that point. So I don't know. He's struggling to find his role. I really, really, and, I, and I've been saying this for a year, I wish they would have kept Brandon over him. I understand. Kuzma's contract is way cheaper. We understand that. You know, but I'm, that's just how I feel. I would have rather kept Ingram. I also don't know if Brandon would be as successful 
with us as he's with the Pelicans. He's not going to get to Yeah, obviously, because he's not going to get an amount of minutes and light touches. So, I mean, it's a hard comparison, and I feel you, but I just look at our team, and I think, okay, we sub out Rondo minutes for Collison. We trade Kuzma for Bogdanovich, and we get Andre Iguodala at the buyout. I mean... That's... (laughs) <laughs> that's all realistic. Like that's not crazy. That's not me being a stupid Laker homer. No, it's cool. it's a little bit out of reach. Okay, wh- which part is out of reach? Is Darren Collison gave two teams no. Lakers Clippers. That, Andre Iguodala not... gave two teams Lakers Clippers. Yeah, and but I don't think Bogdanovich for Kuz. That's not crazy. I guess I think Aaron's saying is the Iggy part. Like, how are we gonna are, get are Iggy the... without trading? No, he's gonna be a free agent at the end of the year. The trade market's gonna end February seventh. Sorry, oh, end of the year. He's gonna be a free agent at the end of the year. The trade market is going to close the seventh and meaning, if nobody me, trades for him which they the won't grizzlies are if they got to just let him go they might have to you know they're going to buy him out they're, if they can't trade him till before february 7th he's going to get bought out they're just trying their hardest to buy him out yeah so trade i mean him. all those things like i okay troy daniels or quinn cook or even if i had i would love to see rondo get cut cool we already have one open spot darren collison and iggy and then you dump coups for it Bogdanovich, there you go. All three things solved. None that'd of those be, got, if we did all that, I'd be fucking. Oh my god! I'd and all those three things are very high options. Like that's not unreasonable whatsoever. And that team I want to see it happen sooner than later. You're, we're gonna have to wait for Iggy, and we're gonna have to hopefully. Let, what other trades do you see happening? Yes, I don't think Drew's gonna be out of New Orleans. I know it's a big thing, but they're too young of a team. He's on a decent deal. I think they're gonna wait and see how everything works. Zion hasn't played a lick Zion yet. hasn't played a minute. I don't know if Dallas can do anything big. I mean, I don't think Ben Simmons is gonna move. There's not gonna be should. too much happening. Isn't that crazy? I think this trade deadline is gonna happen it's gonna with be tight, with not anything. not much happening. And if like if things do happen, it's gonna be small. And I don't think anything crazy. Like a happens. shooter here or there, something like that. Nothing crazy though. This is the very. Uh, Un, how do you say this? Unclimatic, anticlimactic. Yes. Do you think well, Kegelov goes anywhere? Kegelov? I hope he does. But yeah. where? He's got he's got a bad contract. Three years of twenty eight million dollars a year. A pop, yeah. And that's gonna be hard to move. I don't know. Miami. Nah, Miami. Likes they're pretty powerful. Player. Yeah, they're pretty pretty big heavy. Toronto. He's not taking Pascal's minutes. Maybe though. They maybe they get a stretch floor. They play small. What about Dallas? I would like him in Dallas, but like Dallas would have to give up one of the role players. I don't think they want to. Think about that. Przingis and Kevin Love as your front court, and then Luka running that point with Seth running around, shooting threes all day. I like that. That's a nice team. That would be... that If they do that, the Mavs are a top three team already in the they'll West. Probably, they'll, 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 they'll compete a lot better now, obviously, than they will now. And I think that'd be a sick trade. That'd be crazy. Daniel, do you, where do you want Kevin Love to go? I mean... Yeah, Dallas seems like the best case scenario right now. He's he clearly is unhappy in what Cleveland. About Portland. No, yeah, that because, that's what they're talking about. Because right? Carmelo's there, I don't think he goes to Portland anymore. What? Yeah. Is the, why can't he play the four? What's Carmelo? I mean, Carmelo's a three four. Yeah, they but they basically three. do the same thing. They stretch it a little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Grant, uh, you yeah, mean but Kevin Mel- Love's a better three rounder for sure, and post up guy potentially. I mean, okay. I know Melo posts up yeah. a little bit, but. What about that? Do you think guys think of any other teams you'd like to see him no, go to? That's no. it. All right. Well, something that I know is going to get split up is that tandem up in Portland. I think it's time. Mm-hmm. I I think they hold on to Dame. I think the Sixers somehow get CJ. You think CJ comes that oh way? My Who God. would they dump? Tobias? That would be disgusting. I think that would be the smartest route. I mean, I don't know why they gave Tobias that big money in the first place, but I think CJ brings them, you know, another shooter. Uh, you know, he doesn't shoot the three amazingly, but he's a mid range shooter who gets his own. You know, Ben Simmons coming off of pick and rolls and, you know, he's a mid-range shooter. I think CJ would be a perfect fit for them, but they would have to get rid of Tobias. What about CJ in Toronto? That'd be cool, too. 
Like, I don't, like, I don't think that happens. But like Toronto's got a really solid team, but they don't have like a go get me a bucket guy. Like Pascal Siakam's incredible. Yeah. But he's not like, okay, know, go get I me know. a bucket. And I think that's what CJ do best. Mm-hmm. CJ do that best. He's a go get me a bucket fool. I don't know. Is there any other names floating around you think might get moved? No, that's what I'm saying. This is kind of like, you know, I mean, we, we thought CP3. Not CB3. D'Angelo, though? I thought he was. I thought he's not this the, year. No, not. I think they're going to wait till the offseason, too. Yeah. But, yeah. no, it's, I think this is going to be, again, anticlimactic. I think this trade deadline goes. I think we need to move into our Lakers draft pick. Oh, man, I was going to do a six segue. You should. I was going to say all this team construction, who we think is going to be the best fit, is a perfect way to determine our new segment. That is only going to be done today, so it's only a one-time segment. We are going to do a draft. We're going to do a Lakers draft. I'm so excited. Okay, so here's the deal. In the history of the Lakers, there have been you know a handful of decent players, right? So what we're going to do is we're going to do a draft, me, Aaron, and Daniel. We're going to go through and build a team. We're going to have five starters and a six-man. But the thing about it is we can only draft former Lakers players. And those Lakers players, their talent, I guess, only counts for their time with the Lakers. So we're not going to be able to draft Carl Malone. And yeah, for, I was about to say, for example, like we had Gary Payton, we and, had and Steve Carl Malone. Nash. Like you get their peak talent with the Lakers. Not, we had them, but they weren't good. Not with you know their whole career, all right? So you guys get the gist. You know, no Dennis Robin slip-ins, unless you want that with the Lakers. But we're going to go, first off, we got three names. We're going to decide who gets to go first, and it's a snake draft. Do you have the papers? Oh, I nice. got three names. Very close. Harry, we need your hat. They all say Travis, what a dick. <laughs> God damn. So it's going to be a snake draft, so we're going to go one, two, three, three, two, one. One, two, three, three, two, one. You guys get that? It's called a serpentine is the actual name. Copy that, dude. All right, mix that shit up. All right, first person, Travis number speaking. one pick. Hold on, I got the hand microphone, so I got to be fancy here. Man, I crumbled these up good. Aaron. Aaron. Yes. Aaron with the number one pick. The number two pick. I don't mind getting that tray. Sue to the B half. Number two pick is. He crumbled the shit out of these. Is Harry? Why are you, Harry? Why are you in here? That's so funny. I don't know. But the fact that Harry's name was in it cracks me up. Harry, what are you doing, dude? You're not in this game. What a dick. (laughs) He knows his name. He's like, I'm the three pick. (laughs) So Daniel's name was in there. You're number two, okay? (laughs) Copy. Okay. (laughs) All right, all right, Aaron. We're starting off. You got the number one pick, but you also got the number six pick. So you have to do the snake draft? Yeah, I get it. I, All right, I, cool. Aaron, who are you getting? Uh, number one, dude, I'm going with uh, Shaq. That's my number one, guys. Shaquille Neal, he's the diesel. Good luck. Good luck stopping my boy. All right, Dan, who are you getting? I'll pick Bron. Okay. Right knees? LeBron. Okay. Cool. I'm writing him. Don't you worry, Wait, boy. I need a pen. Can I get a pen, Aaron? Just so I know where I'm at. Okay, with my next two picks, I'm going to go with Kobe Bryant and Magic Johnson. Damn, yeah, guys. Those are my two uh those are my two picks. All right, that means it's back to Daniel. Is it? Yeah, it's a snake draft. I'm gonna pick Kareem. Fuck. <laughs> so right. since I already got a five, I'm gonna go with uh the logo. Jerry. I'm going with Jerry West. All right, Aaron, you're up again, doggy. Uh Dude, just because I can, I'm going to just fuck with you guys. I'm going to go with Wilt then. I feel it, bro. I'm with You're it. You're going to roll out Wilt and Shaq? Sure space the floor okay there? I don't give a shit. I got All right, it. Daniel. Shit, okay. 
Hold on, I'm like looking at the same Yeah, look time. hard, buddy. I know. Don't don't but don't look at your phone. That's cheating, dude. Put your phone Why? down. I you had the use... top twenty five pulled up too though. You guys, come on, don't be lame. Who do you got, Dan? Come on. I'll pick Pow. Gasol. With Kareem? No, I picked Kareem already. I know. Yeah, no, you guys go. Oh, Powell, Kareem, Bron. All yeah, right, cool. So I got Kobe and Magic. I got my starting backcourt. Moving to the front court a little bit. I'm going to go with. Yeah, I know. This is a tough one. All right. You know what? F it. I'm going with James Worthy. Nice. Okay. That's good. I like him. I'm not mad about so it. So Kobe, Magic, Worthy. It's not bad. I guess I get to go again. Another great NBA center. I want to say George Mikan, but that might, uh, dude, be, George that might be a little too far back. Bob McAdoo. Or Andrew Bynum. Or shoot, maybe even... Uh... McAdoo would not be a bad choice. Okay, you know what? Sorry, I'm going with Anthony Davis. Oh, shit. Son of a bitch. Dude, I'm yeah. going to win this game so hard. <laughs> All right, back to Daniel. So you got Kareem, Powell, and LeBron. You going to start working on that backcourt? Yeah, I'm going to have to. All right, to. let's hear it. <laughs> I'll go... Damn. I'll go Robert Ori. <laughs> oh, wow. Two, I suppose, even though he's like a three, four, huh? I mean, you could just stick Braun at the one. Yeah, true. All right, Aaron, who you got next? You got nice. Shaq, Jerry, and Wilt. Nice. You, need, you need some back. No, I do. Uh, Eddie. Eddie George? Or Eddie Jones? Eddie Jones. I'm going to Eddie Jones as my point. You're up again, buddy. And... Dude, this is hard. All uh, right, so you got Shaq, Jerry, Wilt, and Eddie Jones. You said you already got already, already, right? Yeah. Oh, dude. Uh, worthy. He's on my team, bud. You already got Worthy, too? Dude, I got Kobe, Magic, Worthy, and Anthony Davis. You guys are getting smoked. Dude, give me Lamar. Odom? He's going to be a six-man, though. Dude, I'll take Lamar. Yeah, All right, LO is your six. Give me LO, dude. That's kind of weird. Six man hoping, of the year. Six man of the year. Get that, dude. All right, Dan, who's your... Did who's, we do Jerry already? Yeah, Jerry West. Gail Goodrich is available. Udina? Yeah. I picked him. I'll do Elgin Baylor. That was a good oh, damn. one. Damn. I was Shout damn. out. Damn. There's what the a squad. Good pick. Round it out nice and good. Damn, that's a solid ass pick. Okay, right. so Kobe, Magic, God Worthy, Davis. Nailed it. I need a power forward and a six man. I'm gonna go my with center. Lou Will as my six man. My center's shit. That's cool. Anyway. I feel that. Damn. You Lou did. Will is my six, and I need You're a center a or a power shit. forward. You know what? Fox would not be a bad compliment. Um, I should go Michael Thompson, huh? That'd be fun. You know what? Nah, Does you have a picture with him? <laughs> I'm going 2011 Dwight Howard. Guy, I'm not stoked on that. I'm shit on that. Shaq, I was Shaq. Yeah, that's Shaq and Will. I'm pooping on you. He was trash on the Lakers, bruh. <laughs> he wasn't. He was an All Star that year. He wasn't horrible. Great, 17, 11, and it looked terrible doing it. All right, cool. Well, I'm just who? Okay, who's your last pick, Daniel? <laughs> who's your last pick? Who you got? I'm a pick. I'm a pick. Julius Randle. See, that's my six man. <laughs> hey yo. Okay. No, you know when you're not taking D'Lo. I know, I was thinking it. But. All right, all right. So you got Julius. <laughs> I think that's a nice six man. Stop that. One, two, three, four. LeBron, Kareem, Powell. All right. Elgin Baylor, though. That was such a good All right, player. so this is what you got so far, eh? You got Shaq, Jerry, West, Wilt, Eddie Jones, and Lamar Odom. You need, I don't know, a guard. 
Yeah. You probably. Dude, I'm 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 in a debate on who I go with. I'm either gonna go with uh Derek Fisher or uh Ac- what's his name? The guy from the nineties. Um A C Green. No, the other That's the, who I was thinking about. Yeah, he's what, who's AC number Green's nine? Dope. Uh Axel God, I can't think of it. Nick Van Exel. Nick Van Exel. I already got my point with Eddie Eddie. Eddie's more of a two. Mm-hmm. I already have a two with fucking Jerry. But Jerry you could need be a three a one. then. All right. Eddie could be a three. All right, yeah. I'm going with Michael Cooper though. Cool. He was he was a lockdown defender on the perimeter. He can shoot the three. I'm going with Michael Cooper. Not bad at all. Not not bad. Could have gone with Ron Artest. That would have been decent. That wasn't that would have been bad. But I'll take Michael Cooper just because he played 12 years and he won titles. No one wants Rick Fox. Rick Fox, he's very handsome, but I'm not going with it. I dude, I dude, I like Travis's team. I like all our teams, honestly. There's obviously like. We're gonna we're we're gonna put it on Instagram. See what you guys think about it. All right, just just to remind everybody, my team the backcourt is Kobe and Magic, and my three is <laughs> James yeah. Worthy, and my four is Anthony Davis, and my five is 2012 Dwight. That 2012 Dwight might be 2012 Dwight might be my weakest link, but you guys forget he was still good. And my six man Lou Will, who's like one forty five six mans of the year. So we'll post all these up, and then Daniels has got LeBron. Talk to his team up, dude. LeBron's got. Go he's ahead, got, Daniel, he's got let, LeBron. Let Daniel talk his team up. Daniel, talk right, the team up, bro. Talk well, team up. If you're talking about the top three NBA players of all time, I think LeBron and Kareem are on there with MJ, and I have both of them, LeBron and Kareem. God, that's so you true. know, so that's kind of cool, I feel. Oh, then yeah, you yeah. got Powell, Robert Ory, Elgin, and then Jay Rands, which is probably my weak link on the sixth man. I was looking at – there's a lot of people you could have picked as the sixth man. I just like him because he's another bruiser and he's fucking large, you know. It's shitty. I'm looking stuff. at my team. I'm like, there, do I got the weakest team? <laughs> All right. And but but listen, this is like this is my selling point. I got Shaq. Shaq is credited to every everyone who's ever played, saying like he was the most unstoppable force. And when he was on the Lakers, he was at the peak. That was a peak. He was at his peak. So Shaq is honestly at his peak. I will take him over everyone's Lakers peak. Honestly, Shaq's peak was better than everyone's peak, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And then, you know... Probably true, yeah. Will... I'm sure Shaq and Will will probably speak yeah. for a <laughs> I understand that, but no, guess but what? No, that's dope, though. Like, dude, guess you. good luck defending that. I'm going to throw it down low and good that's luck. Disgusting. I would put Will on the bench and have L.O. be out there with <laughs> But listen, I do, like, they're kicking out to, like, you know, Jerry West. Jerry West was, like, he averaged 26 as a shooting guard. He didn't shoot a three. No, he's big time. And, you know, and Eddie, he's a pick-and-pop kind of guy. Listen, I don't have too much, like, in terms of creators... But I don't have to. Everyone can get their own bucket. Gail Goodrich would have been a solid pick on your team. Michael Cooper, though. Yeah, Michael yeah, Cooper is too. guarding your every best player, and mm-hmm. he can shoot the three. So, I don't know. We like my team. Because I have less players that everyone knows, I think mine's going to be picked third, to be honest with you. Just, I, just I think it'll it. be picked third because it's the least good. No, nah, but that, that's a sick <laughs> no, team. It's a, you like you said. Will and Shaq, bro, like, I'd, be, I'd be hyped on that, too. What? Will or Shaq, in my opinion, but that's just me. They would go hard yeah, together. Yeah, I'm talking shit. <laughs> Hey, the, the no, league is positionless. Why Alex stretches the floor for you? No, yeah, so, you know, fuck Anthony out of here. Fuck hey, out dude, Anthony, hit that three last Anthony game, Davis, though. Shout out. Anthony Davis will stretch the floor. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, no, but, you know, honestly, going against Will Shaq, Shaq is going hey, hey, to be a hard one to, to beat. I'm not going to lie. Daniel, like you said, you got Kareem and LeBron. I mean, these are solid teams. I mean, it's the Lakers, man. Matt, I got the first pick now. Because, why? like, because it was like. I could have gone with anyone. I could have gone with LeBron. I could have gone with Shaq. It's not like he picked up. That was a bad pick. I know. I'm just. All right. So we're going to post these on social media. Throw in your votes. Who you think's got the best team. Bada boom. Bada bing. It's Aaron. Don't let Travis was thinking about this for two weeks. Like, I'm going to pick. I had the third pick. I had to figure out from there. 
Come yeah, on. Third and fourth. This is a snake yeah. draft. <laughs> like, snake third draft. And that's fourth. Pick, dude. The that's snake the, draft. That's the best. Dude, that's a good bastard. <laughs> I got a fun old game. It's not a game. It's, it's a game. Just it's my just nice just little to list. Top 10 of the decade. Yes, 2020, new decade. Sports moments of the 2010s through the 2000, back end of the 19. Is that how you do it? Sure. Of the decade. <laughs> and, you know, granted, there was. Oh, granted. Granted. Daggone it. Doggum it. So many good sports moments in this, uh, you know, decade. This is kind of us growing up. You know, we were, what, 16, 17 years old to being our age now, 26 years old. So a lot of really cool things here. My number 10 is the 16 seed beating the number one seed in Virginia in the the, the That tournament. just happened. That happened not too long ago, right? Yeah, that happened like two, three years ago, I want to say. I UMBC that. versus Virginia. Y'all don't have much to say about that. Fine. Nah. Cool. Fine and yeah, dandy. Cool. It's got to be in there. That's the first I mean, time that's, that's cool. ever happened. You that's know? Cool. So I think there's bigger moments. But. There's football. way bigger it's, moments. It's, yeah, I mean, does it really, did it really hit you, though, personally? Yeah, that's where I'm at, too. Yeah, I was like, damn, that's never happened. I don't know. It was just a big deal. I looked up a list of 50, and I'm like, that's that's got to be on there. So, okay, it's your it's list. Stuck, it's, it's your stuck, list. It's Number nine, Tiger wins the Masters. That was a big deal. Yeah, after coming else. back. After yeah. coming back. No, I agree with that. That Tiger. was a very big deal, and it was Sunday, and we're that's like, That's what Fuck. I said. He's wearing red, man. Yeah, yeah he's wearing he, his oh, red. I like You know, that. Stephen A. Smith, plenty one. of guys counting this dude out. You know, obviously, Travis and myself listen to countless podcasts. Everyone's like, Tiger's never going to win another one again. Not even sniff it. And dude wins a fucking Masters. Sorry, darn it. Freaking Masters. That was really respectable Mom, and resonates well with me. Number eight, I think these, aside from the, the 16 verse one, I just thought I'd throw that on there. Everything else is good for me. Villanova. Number eight. No, that's on here, though. <laughs> Connor McGregor. Dang it, I blew it, didn't I? <laughs> Connor McGregor versus Nate Diaz rematch. That went five rounds. Did y'all watch that or no? I didn't watch that. I one. watched it. Yeah, uh, I watched the first one. I didn't first watch the first one where he, where Connor got choked out. Of course, he kind of gassed out. You know, he came back with a nice little Diaz. vengeance. Yeah, he beat, he beat Diaz in decision. You know, a lot of people argue he probably didn't win that, but because he was the golden boy of the UFC, he won it. However, it was just a respectable fight. They were nailing the crap out of each other. They talked a lot of shit, and it was dope because afterwards they showed the respect to each other, and yeah. rightfully so because Nate Diaz is a badass. Oh, ass. badass, man. And, like, and he gave McGregor the work when he didn't, like, no one expected him to, and he won the first round. So the second one, it was kind of like a toss-up. So, the, no, it's a good fight. Um, And, no, McGregor did win that fight. But yeah, I thought a, so too. That was a hell of a fight, though. but it was controversial. That's what was cool about it too. But that was just a fun fight, you know. Like a lot of a lot of punches were being thrown. Nobody was ducking punches. Those two are just like, I'm gonna throw it, but I'm gonna take it too at the same time. And that's the kind of fight you want to see. It's not a Floyd Mayweather fight where I'm ducking, which you know, respectable in its own right. Just not the fight that I want to see. Number seven, the Eagles beating the Patriots on the Philly special. What a spectacular Super Bowl that was for me. Reason being, how much offense was in that game overall? Not only did Tom Brady light it up, but freaking Big Dick Nick was handling Yo, his business. It. That was an awesome game for what me. What a great run that was, too, and all together by Nick. Yes. And, and what happens is, you know, you face the Patriots in the playoffs or the regular season or whatever it is, and a lot of coaches, you know, they're up by a touchdown or two, like the – uh, Falcons against the Patriots. They were up and they just shit the bed because they were a little bit scared. But freaking Doug Peterson just stepped on the gas pedals like, fuck it. I'm going to go hard. Sorry for the cursing again. Darn mm-hmm. it. We're being conscious of it. But like that game had so much offense. Just resonated very well with me. Number six, 
Russell Wilson dropping the ball, throwing the pick against that Malcolm Butler, um, and not electing to get the one yard run to Marshawn Lynch. What are we doing, guys? Right? Yeah. Probably the only mistake that I remember Pete Carroll ever making in the last fifteen years of my life, aside from paying Reggie Bush illegally <laughs> and losing a Heisman Trophy winner and a lot of other things. But kind of big, I guess. Yeah, but not only. <coughs> It might not even have been a bad decision. It might have just been that Malcolm wow. Butler made a freaking dope-ass play at the same time. Oh, I thought you were talking about Payne Reggie. I was like, that was not a bad decision. Oh, no, that wasn't a bad decision. i do that either. again. But, like, what a sweet play by Mal- Malcolm. Um, you know, that was my number six. It gave Tom Brady another reign, too, when mm-hmm. he didn't deserve it. Exactly. And the throw before that, it was like... I can't remember the throw exactly, but I remember it was, it was like a crazy catch. Crazy oh, toss yeah. up. Oh, yeah, I remember to get that. to like the two yard line, you're like, they just won it. Like right off that, you thought they did because all you got to do is run it into Marshawn. Like just a mind blowing Super Bowl overall. Number five, this one was last year. I, I loved it. Kawhi hits the rim four times against the Sixers to win game seven. You know, that was really crazy to me. I don't know if first you guys, game seven winner ever for him. No, ever. Oh, ever. Oh, yeah, of all time. First game seven winner of all time in the playoffs. You know, I watched that live. I remember just being like, what's going on with this ball? It's bouncing 30 times. It seemed like ever, you know, in in real time, it always does. It goes extra slow-mo. I just love me some Kawhi Leonard. We all do. San Diego natives, of course. Not him. He's from Riverside, but he went to San Diego State. So fully support him. Shout out. That's my number five. Number four, Villanova beating North Carolina in the Oof. championship. Oh, my God, what a game. That was a hell of a game. You know, North Carolina shoots up, a, hucks up a, a deep-ass three that you're like, damn, like they're about to take the dub. And then Villanova comes across court. Uh, I can't remember what happened, but somebody comes on the court, Lays gives them up, a little yeah. lateral heave, mm-hmm. and then he hucks the three up. And they're like, like, oh, he already knew off. it was good. Yeah, like he dribbled up right up to the top of the key. Set a screen, kind of set it off, and it was like you knew it was going. That was wild. Yeah, that was that, was, that was four. That was my number four. Ah oh, man, I blew something on this list. I don't know what my number three was. I just wrote LeBron. LeBron I don't know what, blocking. No, uh, no, because I wrote number two as LeBron blocking Iggy. So I don't know what my number three was supposed to be. I apologize, guys, but we'll just disregard <laughs> that one. I'm always finding a way to drop the ball, but Bogus my number number one, dude. My number two is LeBron blocking Iggy. How respectable is that? That is that's the, his most iconic play. We watched that game at Travis's old house in Valley Center. I remember Marcus was there. Uh, I don't know who else was there. Myself. Were you there? No. Anyways, I didn't even like LeBron up until that time. I didn't. I wanted the Warriors to win. You know, that was their 72 game win season. I wanted them to be better than the, the 90 Bulls. Because a lot of my friends from Chicago were talking smack, and I'm like, 73 nah. wins. 73, 73 wins, nine. apologize. Um, you know, but so at that point, I'm like, man, this guy's the truth. So my number one, Kobe scoring 60 points yeah. in his final game. Also watched out of Travis's house in Valley Center, old spot. Um, probably the first time I shed a tear in like 10 f- years plus, ten you know? I'm, yeah, 10 weeks, 10 days. No, dude, I, uh, I, I, I remember like wa- I watched that game with my dad and dead ass both of us like were, I was yeah. almost bawling at one point because I was like, I was, I was crying. That's our boy, you know, our, our favorite player of all time, all three of us, easily, I think. Easily, easily, right? Easily. It's not even so, a question. That's my favorite player. That's quite biased, you know, to have him as number one for all these things on the list. But 
That's our guy. Anything you would have thrown in there? I actually wrote down a lot, and okay. it wouldn't be a, it wouldn't be a BSB <laughs> a podcast dick. without my stupid criticism. Nice. But here we go. Some stuff I thought you left off. Odell Beckham's one handed catch. Yeah, that was huge. I was thinking of Auburn's kickoff return versus Alabama. Yeah, definitely, definitely. That was huge. Yeah, it was. The Atlanta's twenty eight point comeback. Yep. Or twenty eight threes. Twenty eight yeah. point comeback. Twenty eight three. I thought this was funny. Crabtree's. Oh, sorry as Crabtree. That was something that <laughs> happened. Sorry as receiver like Crabtree. Oh, I love that one. Lakers versus Celtics game seven. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. That was going to be my with, with Meta game. hitting that three with 59 or a minute three left. Yeah. And then uh, another one, game six, Warriors versus Thunder. Clay Thompson just carrying oh, that Lord. team. That was, that was one so of the craziest sick. games. Yeah, I remember that. That was awesome. And mm. then I just thought the Cubs coming back from down 3-1 to win the series. Mm. That's good. That's nice. funny. I was going to think of the Cubs one. Another one I was thinking of was... The Cleveland? Kim- oh, no, that was... No, Kimba Walker. When Kimba Walker oh, hit that yeah. step back um, for, UConn. for UConn to win it, I thought that play in general, just like... I remember watching that a million times. I was just like, oh, my God, that's one of the best plays since I've ever seen. And it was like... It was stupid. He made him fall. I loved it. So but smooth and so like. That's a great list, though. I love that list. Travis had some great rebuttals on that. <laughs> I agreed with the late, uh, you know, with Kobe, you know, be, that winning against. Uh, That's my number one, too. You know, that would have been my number one, honestly. And it's funny that it was even on your list. That it, I would have been my, my number one because. Wait, it, wait, which one? I was talking about the 60 point game. Are you talking about the Celtics one? Oh, I'm talking about us being the Celtics, dude. Okay. Like just the meaning of that game. Oh, yeah. And that, yeah. In general, you know, it put up, you know, Kobe, I think that was his fifth ring, right? That was yeah. Kobe's fifth ring. We just lost the Celtics before in seven yep. games. Me and Daniel watched both those series together. Mm-hmm. Like, this was 11 years ago, 10 years ago. Me and Daniel watched every single one of those games together, switching off between Stevie's house and his house. And I remember losing, watching the Celtics game, and I was like, damn, the next season happened. We did the same thing, but we were conscious about it this time. It was so funny because we were like, no, we got to watch game one at Daniel's house. So we had the lead. And it yeah. went back and forth like that. And sure as shit, game seven, we're like, we're watching this one at Daniel's, and we won. I remember being at Daniel's dad and being like, I'm, you know, calling Omar. Like, we're fucking, yeah. couldn't, couldn't wait to talk shit at school the next day. Like, yeah. that that will I always. I think Omar, like, hung up or was like, he was salty or something. Oh, so Omar is the most salty. I, I love like, it. like, dude, don't because even this, talk to me right now. <laughs> this guy talks so much shit when they won, oh, too. Yeah. He was oh, in our yeah. grill. It was great. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I got a game as well. It's not a top 10 list. I'll actually have a top 10 list game, but. This one is going to be a little, you know, up to the times type of game. So I'm going to keep count. You guys both uh, guess what you think the right answer is. The question is going to be a little, sorry, a little backtracking. With Philip Rivers wrapping up his Chargers career, you know, things are kind of seeming to come to an end. You think about the quarterbacks in Chargers history, Dan Fouts, Philip Rivers, and, you know, Drew Brees for a quick second. About sec. it. Yeah. Exactly. That's the point. Dude. That's okay. the point. What I got here is a list do you want me to name all the other quarterbacks? No. Okay, good. I got a list of quarterbacks that know. played for the Chargers and at least started one game. Oh, Jesus. And they're either going to be a Charger starting quarterback or a Golden Globes nominee for their all performance. All right. Nice. So I'm going to say these random names. You got to tell me, did this person get nominated for the 2020 Golden Globes or start a game for the Chargers in the history of their team? Okay. Okay. First name on the list. I'm a little confused, but... Okay. No, he said... So I'm going to say a name. Did this guy get nominated for the Golden Globes for 2020, or was he at one point a starting quarterback for the Chargers? Golden Globes oh, is like okay. an acting. No, I get yeah, that. Yeah, okay. I thought you guys were... Okay, that's hilarious. So, like, you're not yeah, going to know. Yeah, I get it. Exactly. <laughs> okay. I, I got a bunch of scummies. All right, first name on the list, Tom Flick. Was he a former Charger or a Golden Globe nominee? Fern, you got to play, Don't be looking too. around. Fern, you want to play? I'm going to go for... No, 
No, just pick like just pick one? just pick one. Exactly. Okay, all Dan. Right, all right, Aaron. Who do you got? Golden Globe, dude. I don't even know who Tom Flick is. I pick Golden Globe also. False. Damn Tom it. Flick played for the Chargers in 1986 and started. Like I would have known that. that I know. I know you didn't know the answer. Jesus. All right. So, so zero you got zero. Us there. Nice. <laughs> okay. Great. Next Damn. one. Damn. Mike Kelly. Is that a former Chargers starting quarterback or a 2020 Golden Globe? I feel like that's a Charger. That absolutely Aaron. sounds like a Charger. Mike Kelly is a Charger. Hey. 1987, he started one game. So I was thinking of Kelly Slater, bro. Aaron Shout out. And Aaron and Dan both are tied at one apiece. All right, third name. Third name. Excuse me. Michael Douglas. Is that a former Chargers starting quarterback or a 2020 Golden Globes nominee? Golden Globe. Daniel? I also think Golden Globe. God, you guys are picking the same every single time. No, but I thought so, though. Okay, well, he is a Golden Globe. He was... In the Kaminsky method, he was nominated yeah, no, for okay. best I mean, performance no, in the TV series. I'm literally going off what sounds like a football name. Exactly. At this point. I, I'm not going. I'm not getting swayed by Aaron. I'm doing my thing. Okay. Next one. Two, Billy two. Joel Tolliver. <laughs> I'm going football. It sounds football. Aaron Golden Globe. Daniel. Hey. Chargers starting quarterback. 1993. Started 14 games. It's funny. Damn, Billy Joel Tolliver sounded like. Uh, actor, so I put him in there. Oh, he sounded football to me. I don't know why. He did sound like a football player. I was just trying to be different. That's why you were thinking, because you're like, yeah. Alright. Next one. Roman Griffin Davis. That sounds like Golden Globe, bro, to me. That does sound Golden Globe. It is me. Golden Globe. Yeah. He starred in Jojo Rabbit as best actor in a movie. Do you, have, a, losing, though. Do you have our numbers? Yeah, Dan's okay. got three, Aaron's got two. Okay. Okay. Next name. Ready? How many more do we got? We got Two more. Okay. So Daniel's just going to not fuck up. You got to okay. go different from me, bro. You got to go yeah, first, no Daniel. Shit. Okay, right. I will go first. Jonathan Price. <laughs> Golden Globe. Aaron? Play. It is Golden Globe. Hey! He sound like Golden Globe. I'm just trying to be... I had All to right, be different. The two popes. He was best actor nominated for something. All right, the last one. I'm on a sick one right cool. now. Cool. Gets a charger. This one's worth... This, one, no, I, yeah, this one's worth Jonathan two... Jonathan All right, this one's worth two and a half. Okay, two and a half. There two go. and a half. This is your nope. chance to catch. There you go. Like Fair enough. No, Todd you Phillips. Do. Todd Phillips. Wade Sounds Phillips. like a football guy to me, but... No, Daniel, you go first. No, I said football. Okay, football. Well, fuck, I gotta be different. Golden Globe. Golden Globes, dude. He directed the oh, Joker. Todd Phillips it. directed the Joker. Aaron wins. No, <laughs> I don't like that. I don't like that win. It's all right. That's all good. That's, so, That's cool. Okay, okay. Way to go. Daniel just... takes that one, and this is your chance for redemption. This is just top 10 game. I haven't won a game that we played in months of doing this stuff. All right, way. this one's super easy. This one's, <laughs> you super, know, like... this one's super easy. Top 10 rebounders all time. Oh, that's, that's easy. easy? Fuck. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, big old school. All right. Does Daniel go first? We go back and forth like yeah, that? I'll do go Will. First, won. Will. Will number one, 23,924. Nice. Good call. Uh, Kareem? Kareem number three, 17,440. I think Dwight's on there. You're out already. Okay. Dwight's on. 14. Damn it. Can I get back on? Carl Malone. Okay. Carl Malone is number seven with 14,968. That's why I won. already won. <laughs> but who? Who do you think? <laughs> yeah, let's go. Let's see if you can round it out. Um, really easy. Sure <laughs> uh, Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman is not on there. Really? Dude, you're over. He's number 23. Damn, I, I don't know. He's a great rebounder. Shaq's got to be on there. Oh, Shaq yeah, is call. number 15. Damn. Oh, shit. Wow. This is not really easy. What okay. do you mean? You want me to round it out? Bill Russell, Moses uh, Malone, Tim okay. Duncan, Carl Malone, Robert Parrish, Kevin Garnett, Nate Garnett. Thurman, Hakeem Olajuwon. Hakeem, fuck. 
Yeah, there's a couple names on there that were You're easy. always doing these lists where you're like, that's very easy, but it's not very easy, bro. <laughs> like, are you kidding? You said Dwight Howard. <laughs> I thought that, no, because I, I know that he broke a record yeah, recently. So that. I'm like, I oh, maybe I Dwight. That's why you thought but that. also, like, Shaq's not on there and some other heads. Like, come on, bro. What are we talking about? Okay, you, Nate Thurman. Yeah, I should have okay, got that okay. one. <laughs> it's okay. Like, if you don't get Elvin Hayes, Robert Parrish, and Nate Thurman, I get it. The other seven, though? Who? Kevin Garnett, Tim Duncan. I feel it. Bill Russell. He averaged like 30 rebounds a game. Yeah, Bill Russell is one. I was <laughs> that, like, oh, yeah, yeah, Bill Russell. By the way, 100%. I still beat Daniel, so I don't Yeah, hear Daniel it. won, so All it's right, a tie. Nice, All right, that's it for my games. All right, hell cool. yeah, guys. Great pod. Hey, we'll get the shirt out to Drew. Uh, we just need you to DM, DM us. Uh, great pod, though. I like we, that we split it up with NBA and uh, NBA and NFL. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll be back next week. Appreciate y'all.